Hey everyone, it's James, host and lead producer of the Weekly Dadcast, streamed live at twitch.tv slash weeklydadcast. Find more Dadcast episodes alongside with Dadcast After Dark on iTunes or go to weeklydadcast.podbean.com. If you have a question for us, email us at officialdadcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at officialdadcast. For our stream archives and other Dadcast content, go to YouTube and search Dadcast. Links to all of this and more in the description below. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Have a question? Email us at officialdadcast at gmail.com, and your question might be read on the air. Download the podcast at weeklydadcast.podbean.com. Follow us on Twitter at officialdadcast, and follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash dadcastofficial. For our stream archive, search Dadcast on YouTube and look for the red microphone. If you'd like to support the Dadcast, feel free to drop us a tip on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dadcast. Thank you to all of our listeners for your continued support and viewership. Now let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Dadcast. Uh, this time it's gonna be myself and Skylar. Say hello, Skylar. Hey, it's me. I'm Skylar. Yeah. I'm here today. George gracing realized you all with my presence. And he's gracing you with his presence. George is uh realized that Sarah Connor is not in this in this like specific year that she already had the kid, so he went back further to take care of that. And James, to prove he isn't racist, went to North Sentinel Island to talk to the natives. Yeah. Well, really, he just wanted to claim what was his. To claim what was his. Extra points for you with this. Do you know about North Sentinel Island? Uh, not really, but I assume that's where, like, the reservation is. No, so, North Sentinel Island is off the coast of India. I don't recall, like, how far exactly, but it's under Indian jurisdiction. Yeah, so yeah. it's, it's an semi- island. That's the Seminole reservation, right? That's where they are. Seminole, like the Seminoles, like because they're they're here. No, I said India. Like you mean like the nation of India? Yes, the like the country India. Oh, I thought it was like some bullshit that you said. Like it was in like because you know we have like Honeymoon Island and Hollywood Island or whatever near us. I thought no, it was so a local <laughs> thing. Oh, straight no, up like, India. Oh. Um, okay. Oh, hold on, you actually have a bit of echo on your part. I don't know if you can hear that or not I hear that, but... I can't hear All that. right, well, I guess we'll move forward. So, North Sentinel Island is something off the coast of India, and it's an island basically just filled with just natives that have never really communicated with modern civilization. Um, and their whole deal is they are incredibly violent. They are super not cool with outsiders showing in, showing up. Um, if you drive, if you bring your boat too close to there, they'll start shooting arrows at you. Uh, the Indian government was like, yeah, if you go there, they'll, they'll probably kill you. So they passed like a law. So you can't even go to the Island. Um, the only two points of contact I know about that with them is there was one point in time when there's a fishing boat that like, because of a storm got washed up too close. Um, and they're like, all right, well, we'll deal with this later. And the Sentinelese came out to that boat and murdered the two of them in their sleep. And the other time was when, what happened? I think there was a tsunami out there and they were like, oh boy, what happened to the population? Cause it was a really bad tsunami. And a helicopter flew overhead just to see how many people were still there. And they were greeted instantly with bows and arrows and spears. So they were just a hyper aggressive tribe that no one should go near. So yeah, James went there to prove he isn't racist. So we'll probably never see him again. Or, or or he'll come back a hardened warrior, <laughs> wise beyond his years. I even if it wasn't life threatening, I doubt that would ever happen. 
But all right. Uh, with uh, with basic introduction to shit, we don't have any fan questions. But if you would like to send us a fan question, you could message us at officialdadcast at gmail.com and have your email read out on the air. So we'll start off with weeks. Mine was oh, kind of big, so I'll actually let you go first. Allegedly, we read emails. Yes. I, don't, I didn't have anything to add on to that, so I was just like, all right, cool. <laughs> don't worry about it. Are you, eating, are you eating something? I'm not eating anything. Why? You sure not eating sal- like I don't salami have, again? I don't have any salami with me today. I just had lunch, so I'm, I, don't, I don't need to have my salami or my backup peanuts or my crackers okay, and cheese. I heard that, oh, you have crackers with cheese or you had that? I, I, had, I had it once, well, last, last time we did the After Dark fast. In the middle of the podcast, I went out to make myself a cocktail and also had some crackers and cheese. That's fine. It's just in the background. Maybe it's just your beard scraping reality again. But I was like, is this motherfucker eating salami on podcast again? No. I when I also whenever I eat salami, I'm usually on push to talk. Okay. All right. Well, uh, first we'll start with weeks, and I'll let you do yours because mine was had a lot going on. Uh, my week was boring. I started school this week. So that's you know what's whatever. Aside from that, I did I, I did nothing besides see go to a bunch of the theater to go see uh, the night is short walk on girl um, mm-hmm. in the theaters, which I've talked about on this podcast before because I saw it right after it came out in Japan. Um, so go back, want to hear my thoughts on that movie? Uh, go back and listen to like podcast number one or some shit, whichever one that was. Uh, I don't remember which one, but I remember that you talked about the first twenty minutes of the movie. Um, but later on, we'll have just a full general talk about that, and I'll have questions about uh, a series connected to that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, well, we're we'll also talking about it because it just did, did, Claude just saw it, so we'll, we'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Aside from that, I did nothing besides play Blaze Blue some more. Still, that's still a video game that I play. Um, but yeah, yeah. School shit happened, which is not exactly the most exciting thing in the world. That's all for you? That's all for me, yeah. Alright, uh, too easy then. Uh, for mine... Oh boy. Uh, so, I watched... I'm not sure if you watched this. The, uh, Tyson Fury, uh, Francesco Pianetta fight. I was, I was out that day. I had work. So I, I missed it. I remember people talking it up and I was like, oh, fuck. But I was like, yeah, I was not at home. I was on, it was on Showtime's, uh, YouTube channel. I figured you might have checked it out later. Oh, I didn't actually know that. Usually, because yeah. I know, because... When HBO does their streams, they're never up on the YouTube channel after that point. So it highlights. So I, I didn't think to check. Oh That's yeah, no, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't HBO. It was, it was Showtime on this one. Um, so yeah, a boxing match for anyone listening. I will keep it very short. Uh, boxing match with the lineal heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury, and then just a bunch of hype and shenanigans going with the WBC heavyweight champ Deontay Wilder. Okay, so who won? Because I don't even know who won. Francesco Pianetta didn't do anything in that fight, so Tyson Fury won. Tyson Fury won. Okay. Yeah, so it was. That's what I thought. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty one-sided. I don't think Pianetta would have won any round. I mean, yeah, it did go to points. It was a ten-round fight, Um, but Tyson Fury dominated that. Um, Lost a lot of weight from his last comeback fight. Looks great. Deontay Wilder was there, uh, starting shit from all the way from the weigh-in, 
There's some shit with Billy Joel Saunders, who, for people who don't know, is the middleweight champ, uh, one of the middleweight champions from uh, the UK. And there was an altercation between him and Deontay Wilder when he came into a restaurant with him and say, hey. And Deontay Wilder was like, hey, didn't you call me a racist cock like months ago? And he just stood up and he's like double his height. So Billy Joe Saunders threw a piece of chicken at Wilder and sprinted out of the building like he was in Temple Run. Like this shit was funny if you God-like. go back and watch that. That's how yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the two of them are hyping up a fight. Um, they say it's basically done, and I was super excited until earlier today. I heard news that Tyson Fury is considering, like, like he, he's having second thoughts over the fight. Because mm-hmm. uh, originally they said they were going to announce it this week, which, like, I get it. He was on a two-year layoff because mm-hmm. he did cocaine and got super fat. And, like, he, he does have... <laughs> yeah. He's still undefeated, but yeah. I'm pretty sure he... Even I wouldn't have assumed he would have taken a fight with Wilder after two fights back against people who don't really matter too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's where that is. Uh, I've been practicing and by practicing, I mean getting my ass beat by Skyler in cross-tag battle. Um, of our like, God, like, how, how many matches would you even say that we've done? I mean... I don't know. I, well, I wasn't counting. We we've we've played for like a couple hours, a couple of times. Yeah, uh, I won yeah. like three or four matches. <laughs> uh, four. And, and also, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just had to pick random dudes because I didn't want to. Like, if I was playing my my main team, it was gonna be rough. On the, yeah, the you did way. though. You did pick your main team a couple. Only times. like once. It was like once. Don't worry about it. It was twice. There was the first time when you're like, all right, I'll find different people, and then the other time was like. The next day we played, I'm like, really? You played it from two matches in a row. I was like, really? You, you're just going <laughs> to start off like this, like Big Dick style for no reason? Yeah, man. I had I, I, just, I had to set the mood for oh, for the day. You had to remind me? Like, listen, man, I know you've been playing this since launch, and I just started playing again, <laughs> like, three days ago. <laughs> I had to um, set the mood. It's very important. And it also sucks when you find out the characters you like a lot are all, like, low tier. Like god damn, yeah, like, I'll poor, try to make it work, but poor Kanji. <sighs> He's my favorite. He got me into grapplers. I can't not. I have to play him. I will. Surprisingly, Waldstein's pretty good. Oh I'll yeah, I mean, I'll play Waldstein. I just haven't. I haven't put the time into him. Um. Outside that, I've read the entirety of Doctor Stone, uh, seventy-one chapters right now. Like, I've, it's been a long time since I found a manga series that made me like sit down and just burn through it like that uh for anyone who doesn't know basically the whole world it, like everyone's encased in stone all people and i think it was sparrows some specific type of bird or it's just mm-hmm. all everyone encased in stone everything else is, is fine no issues nothing out there um and then a couple of characters revive and i'm not gonna like spoil everything about it but it's it's super good stuff like basically caveman we're back to caveman days stone age and the main character is a brilliant like almost too brilliant anime level brilliant scientist uh and there's a dude who's just basically a pillar man as far as strength goes and they are on opposing forces and he's like i want to bring back civilization and the pillar man guy's like no the world is pure like this there's no bombs or war we can just live like that and they're at odds and it's just a series about one guy trying to bring science back but also not to have his existence known to the 
fucking pillar man, uh, Sukasa. Uh, I I highly recommend recommend that one to you, Skylar. Like that, it's so fucking good. Yeah, I I've heard I've heard uh, very good things about Doctor Stone, uh, and I've seen some fucking sick art from it. Like I saw some panel that had like a kaiju in it or some bullshit, and it made my made my pee pee really hard. So I, I'll check it out at some point. Yes, it like it does that. It'll be at the end of the chapter, and it'll give you something, and it'll be like, "Hey, here's what we're making." Like, there's a point where like they're like, "We're gonna make a cellular phone," and like they show a picture of a cell phone, and like they're like, "Wait, what?" But then you actually see what it is. Like, it still like functions like a cell phone, but it's not that. It's just a bunch of bullshit together that works. Um, but like, it's very it's very in depth with how he makes stuff, and this doesn't feel like a pseudo smart type series. Um, holy shit, am I hearing an echo again? Okay, it went away. Um, oh, that was why my, my brother came in, because he wanted to know what I wanted for dinner. Don't Jesus. Worry Don't worry about um, it. Um, what did you want for dinner? I didn't, I didn't answer him. Uh, he oh. just came. Okay. Um, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't come across, like, just, like, pseudo-smart, like, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm making it work with, like, he's actually going through the process of everything, and on top of that... There's sometimes little notes at the bottom, like when he said he was making, I forgot what he was making. He was talking about how to make paper, because um, they need paper for something. And he goes through everything, and then there's a little note at the bottom, it's like, hey kids, if you want to try this at home, instead of this and this, use baking soda. Like like actually telling people how to do certain well, things. Science? Like that. That's fucking sick. Yeah, like it, it super comes across as someone who genuinely loves like science and how things work like in relation to each other. That's pretty cool. Um, my favorite Appar is like how Love Love does that too. The visual novel series where it has like explains actual quantum mechanics. To you. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's apparently guys. There's someone who's in a Discord server I'm in that's playing through them, and he's like, "This shit is real." They're explaining actual <laughs> quantum mechanics. Oh, that's that's lovely. I, I love that. Yeah. Um, the last thing I'll mention on Doctor Stone is like. Yeah, oh god there's there's so many parts where like things from the modern day will just change other people's opinion like um yeah you you do meet people out there who i'm not going to say how who were not stone who were never turned to stone so it's like they actually just grew up and lived in that world with no knowledge of the past because the people who woke up from stone woke up like like three thousand years later almost um so and then but then you do have people who were who are revived um, and one of them was like, I could just tell the villain on you. Uh, why would I, uh, why would I side with you? I don't, I don't have any reason to. And the main character remembers him mentioning one line about like missing Cole or something like that. And after, after this dude like gets his shit pushed in by something, the main character goes up to him and was like, Hey, if I live, I can definitely make you a soda. It's like, Oh. And, and, and that alone, just the ability to make a soda in the Stone Age is enough to make people question their morals and whose side they're on. Like, that's it's so fucking, good. That's actually godlike. It's so I like, good. I like that a lot. Oh, man. But, uh, but yeah, Dr. Stone, I'd highly recommend to anyone. Uh, 71 chapters out right now. As far as if you wanted to, like, support it and collect volumes, volume one of it doesn't even come out to like, October, I think, so... You Damn. got a minute. Um, and lastly, yesterday was my birthday. Uh, you know, I spent it mostly relaxing. I had dinner with my family. My sister got me, like, because I've been talking about Godzilla more and more recently, because I've gotten super hyped over the uh, 
the upcoming King of the Monsters movie. Mm-hmm. And I was already planning on buying some of the movies. And I told my sister, like, here, here's just a, a couple of the Godzilla movies I was buying, or I wanted, just buy me one of them and I'll be fine. And she bought me every one of the ones I mentioned. Um, well, that's pretty fucking sick. That's 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 dedication. That's cool. It is. I I, I never knew this, but on the box, like the box of Shin Godzilla, just hit my heart instantly. Where the like I've always just seen the cover of it because I have it on PlayStation, like mm-hmm. through there. But on yeah. the box at the bottom, it says a god incarnate, a city doomed. I'm like, God, that's so fucking good. Yeah, yeah, I remember that from the from the first trailer. That was the first trailer. Is, if you ever seen it, the first trailer for that movie is amazing. Cause it's camera, like phone camera footage of a person on the ground, uh, while Godzilla is coming into the city, and it's mm-hmm. just like cuts of that with like the like Evangelion like white text on a black screen, and it's just it's just people screaming and Godzilla noises, and it's fucking it's so good, it's such a good show. Oh, no. See, I I avoided it because like I was so hyped hearing about like Shin Godzilla, I purposely stayed away from any trailer or anything related to it, so everything mm-hmm. could be fresh. Um, I am glad it's a trailer that it has nothing to do with the movie, from what you make it sound like, because, like... Oh, yeah, you, it, it doesn't even show Godzilla in it. You okay, just, awesome. You just, you just hear him, and it's just, like, people yelling and horrible noises and, like, ominous text on the screen. Oof. Yeah, so, last night, just to end the night off, because, like, my girlfriend has only ever seen, like, the 98 Godzilla movie, like, the American one. Um, and she hated Godzilla because of that. Like, I'm like, no, no, that's a bastardization. That's, don't even pay attention to that. No one considers that one, one of them. And she's willing to watch them with me. She said before, and I got the collection. So the very first one I had her watch was the very first Godzilla movie I watched as a kid, which is Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one. The human bits still don't hold up well. The monster oh, bits don't. still hold up super. Dude, it's so stupid. It's so bad. The androids seeing him run at super speed, I'm like, man, no, I love dude, how cheesy this looks. It's so cheesy. It's so much fun. The human <laughs> stuff has never, I don't think it even aged well when it came out. It was already <laughs> fucking cheesy and goofy as shit. It's so good. Oh, man. And then, like, and like I, I was talking to her about it. I was like, "Here's part of why I loved it so much, because the idea is like, boy, we have this monster that's a problem. People from the future come. We can take care of that problem. Insert monster number two when they quote unquote solve the problem. They're like, we need monster number one back. Oh, something happened and he's just alive. He's just not that big. He eats nuclear submarine. He's bigger and madder than he was before. Monster one beats the monster two. Monster One goes on Rampage. Everyone's like, holy shit, this is a problem. New plan is to resurrect Monster 2 to stop Monster 1. It's constant back on board. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's not really winning. Mecha King Ghidorah still gets his shit pushed in. He's just only able to work because he can, like, he falls on top of all uh, Godzilla, like, while crashing into the water. And then Godzilla just mm-hmm. stands up roaring. It's like, I, she, was, she was confused. I was like, yeah, that's no, that's this works. You never really beat Godzilla except for, like, four of the movies. You just kind of have to, like, mm-hmm bother him enough to leave or make him go somewhere else yeah make him go he he usually always like retreats to monster island to like rest 
<laughs> or some shit. It's always what it is. Like he has to went back into the ocean to rest to eat some more fucking nuclear waste or some bullshit. Yeah, like like the beginning of this one was like, here's Godzilla here. He's just been chilling out here ever since Biolante, which is me, which just means Biolante made him tired and he went to sleep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, I love it. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's about it for my week so with that we'll go into the weekly waifu cast right now where you're still on my year academia going down all the girls and judging how viable they are and this week we're gonna talk about ragdoll okay yo uh low-key ragdoll is my favorite member of the wild wild pussycats just that uh, should be taiki that's not that's not a bad answer yeah, ever yeah. uh i really i really like her design a lot because it, it's like it's like people, or I feel like people are either weirded out by the big eyes or oh, like they great. like them. But I think that, yeah, I think her design is really like, like it's like very memorable. And she obviously, she doesn't have that much screen time. Obviously she's like, oh no, it's not that she got, spoiler happened to her. I don't know if it happened in the Well, it's not even a spoiler anymore because that happened in the show already. Anime's passed. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, the whole deal with uh, All for One taking her quirk and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that sucks. Um... But like, yeah, I think her design is super cute. I, re- I really like the her like casual outfit from like that one uh, chapter. Um, yeah, I don't really have complex thoughts on Ragdoll because she's not like the most relevant or character that has the most screen time. But yeah, I like her. It, it's so I picked Ragdoll here because like we there's a there's a very small handful of characters, and I'm picking people now based off like a we don't have many people on, so I don't want to have like. Like I'm holding on to Toga until a certain part of the anime passes. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. You, you want to get to a? I know what you want. To get to. Yeah. Like so, I'm holding on to her for that, and then it's like I can't do most characters when George is on because George ref- George stopped <laughs> as the attack on the camp started. I'm like, are it's you? My, it's my favorite thing where George refuses to watch it, but also but doesn't let it wasn't wasn't want any spoilers to happen. So yeah. It's just, he's like set up a roadblock. It's pretty funny. Uh, I'm gonna share this. I, uh, I mean, podcast listeners, I'm sorry, but if you type in Ragdoll MHA on Google, you'll see this. But Skyler, I just want to show you this picture of Ragdoll that I love. It's super good. It's in Dadcast. Yeah, see, that's good. That's a good thing. Have you I seen like that. that Ragdoll comic where it's like? Um, where it's like the she's hanging out with the pussy cats and like all might walks by and everyone's like yeah man all might's so cool it's almost like he doesn't have any weaknesses and then you look at like you know ragdoll's quirk is that she you know can see people's weaknesses that's like her deal well right? yeah she can find them and yeah it, it was them and their weaknesses up to a yeah. certain amount like distance from her but it's yeah. super helpful so it's like the panels were just to like ragdoll's point of view and she like sees a big muscular all might and it looks behind him and there's like skinny skeletal all might who's like hunched over like gripping his wound or whatever uh mm-hmm. and she's just like yeah man all might really is a hero or whatever and i was like oh my god the, i'm having i'm so getting good. catching feelings from this <laughs> comic yeah no she's fan- she's fantastic i i love her um the one thing that cemented it most is because she didn't show up for a while in the manga. After that, the entire Pussycats team just took a break because yeah. they earned it. Um, and she came back and they were like, we're back. And you see her in the background. She's like, yeah, I don't have powers, but 
but I can be a secretary. Yeah, well, I'm I'll still so she she got oracled basically is what happened. Yeah, well she can still walk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true, true enough. Stairs are no longer her greatest villain. Um, you know what? It's it's bullshit that Batman never made her robot legs. He he can make a bunch of other things. He never once made her like Tony Stark made fucking uh, Rhodey some robot legs. Why couldn't? He did. Why this couldn't Batman make Barbara some robot legs? Because he was busy. Yeah, he's he was years. kidnapping more children to make Robin. <laughs> okay, how many? How many? How many Robins? Okay, no, he. There was one more. There was one more during that time. I think that's when he got Damien, and Damien yeah. was more thrust upon him than kidnapped. No more <laughs> Tim Drakes or like anyone else. No one. No more people bashing him with crowbars, forcing him to get a new sidekick. There was the one from Batman Returns, but I don't know. Or sorry, the the, the Dark Knight Returns. But I don't know if that counts. It was like, it was like, it, 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 it was because that's it like was the far girl. future, and she found him. Yeah, she kidnapped um, herself. Pretty much, she, maybe she lived on the street. I don't know. It's been a while since I, I think read she that was story. like she like was like her parents were like abusive or something. Oof. It was, and, it, yeah. and uh, I'm pretty sure it was like she would sneak out of her like parents' apartment to go like find Batman. Like, I remember that specifically about what her parents were like. Huh. Yeah, I'll I'll believe that because I mean, if it's Frank Miller's writing, I'll believe it's bad times for everyone. Oh yeah, that's that's like the constant. That dude's like that dude's got problems. Yeah, he was fine at first, and then it kind of, mm, kind of went places. But whatever, he still has <laughs> his soul good stories. Uh, oh, last thing I want to mention on Ragdoll, which is in loose connection to her. I was like, God, I think it's so cool. Is they're talking about their their court, and they're like talking about getting it back, and they're like, well, and there's a cut back to all for one. They're like, oh, I mean, I honestly feel bad about the people's powers they take. If you let me out of here. I promise I'll go back to her and give her powers. And he's this huge shitting and grin. I'm like, why are you so cool? He's so evil. It's and, actually ridiculous how evil that man is. And he constantly gives off the impression of like, I can just leave if I want to. Like they, he mentions all the stuff that's around him. Like he's like, this is basically Tartarus. If I scratch my back, if I move, if I move an inch to scratch my back, every gun in here uh, aims at me. If I think about using my quirk, this happens. But then, like, yeah. All Might was like, God, I thought it, he says that, and All Might's like, you're never getting out of here. And the first thing he says to that is like, let's just assume that to be the case. I'm like, wow, man, be cooler. Could you? Like, it, like everything he does. I, I, think don't know, said, Marco. I think it says a lot about you that, um, that you think that this incredibly evil villain is the coolest character. I mean, what's... For, the, for everyone listening, what's my screen name on uh, Discord? Always be evil. Yes. So that <laughs> should way, answer everything. I, I really like that this new trend on our server where everyone is always be something. So I, <sighs> I'm I'm always be free. That's me. Yeah. So behind the scenes stuff. Not even behind the scenes. This wasn't even on the scenes. For like, I've always been known as like always, been e always be evil on our Discord. And one day, George is like, I'll be always be good. And then there just became a wave of everyone who's regularly on the server became always be like, uh, I don't know. Everyone else well, loves it. I'm Quasim, like, Quasim said that we were stolen his gimmick. Yeah, yeah. But 
you have to admit, even if it's, yeah, even if he's super evil, tell me that's not a cool line. Him talking no, it, about all the stuff it, around it him. is cool. That, I will not deny that it's cool, that he's cool. Because he is. Mm-hmm. He's a cool mm-hmm. guy. And of all the evil characters I talk about, he's not as evil as some of them. I wouldn't say he's as evil as Overhaul in comparison. So, you know, Overhaul is a different kind of evil. Like, like, um, like, what do you, like, all for one is like the kind of evil that's like, you know, all encompassing, like the, the big picture evil that's like, I'm going to take over the world kind of. More more manipulative evil than anything else. And then Overhaul is the kind of evil that's like small scale goal but just does some fucking raw ass (laughs) shit for like almost no reason like he just comes across as being a horrible horrible monster in a in like a deeply personal way like oh yeah dude i'll look after your daughter and then cuts her up and uses her fucking bones to make i mean we shouldn't really (laughs) go into that yeah but like fuck dude this is the motherfucker cuts up little girls and makes b- b- weapons out of their bones so he you know it's, uh, yeah a little bit it's, um, it's pretty bad it's pretty bad people listening to this uh if you have any idea what if you don't have any idea what the fuck we're talking about just be hyped for season four of my hero academia yeah yeah it's it's really it's a really good arc it's one of my favorite yeah. ones and that's that's all we gotta say on ragdoll yeah so Give your vote. I'm saying viable because I like. I'm saying she's. I'm saying she's viable as well. Her and Mandalay are the best of the of the fucking um, wild wild pussycats. Well, Mandalay is going to be coming up sooner or later. Mandalay's got that ribbed sweater, and that's how you know she's she's good. That's how that's she's saying. I'm saying already that she's viable because she's got a ribbed sweater. Like, you have no idea how hard I'm trying to stretch out this waifu cast for Toga. Because like, like just I was like, all right, George. Yes, well, not even for George. Just fuck him. Like, for the very specific moment in the show, then I'm like, I want, I want to talk about it after that, but I don't want to talk about it like before the part of the show happens. Right. It'll right. be this season, but I'm like, I just need to find something to kill the time, and then it's like, oh wait, you thought we were getting closer? Nah, filler episode that ties into the movie this week. You gotta wait a little bit longer for Toga. I'm like, god damn it. Yeah, but what are you, now you can ask about Melissa, who would just <laughs> that new character that everyone knows about. It's the movie character who's gonna do nothing. The Poochie, she's gonna go back to America, her home planet, at the end of the movie. Okay, well, speaking of that, let's actually do a good segue. Something impossible for James. Anyone wants to know about Melissa and shit going on with what we were just talking about a second ago? My Hero Academia: Two Heroes has tickets on sale right now. Um, the dates for the movies is September 26th, 27th, 29th, and October 2nd. Um, you'd ha- once you go on like any of the sites that you would use to buy tickets like Fandango or Adam or whatever specifically, uh, one thing I would note is look on each of the movie dates because from what I've seen, they're typically only showing like one time a day on each of those days. Certain days will play it in English uh dub, dub so the funimation dub and other days we'll play it with the japanese with english subtitles instead um i'm probably gonna watch it in english because i'll be watching it with my girlfriend and i got her in the series and we've been watching the english dub together 
plus I am a huge fan of like the English voice acting cast for the series. Yeah, English Almighty is Chris Sabat, so that's pretty yes, sick. Is. That's pretty sick. And then uh, I like English Deku as well. Uh, I don't like him as much as like. I feel like I like that they he he's literally acted like he's Peter Parker. Like that's like Deku just became Peter Parker in the dub, and I kind of appreciate that because. Deku is kind of like nerdy Peter Parker, just with a different superhero power thing. Yeah, I, I can't fight that. Um, it's not that he's bad. It's just I'll, I think it's just certain words. Is like, like hearing like the Japanese one being like full cowl. I'm like, yeah, I like it. And then hearing the English one say full cowling with an ing, and it sounds a bit oh, off. And he says it's like full cowling. That's right. I forgot they made that change. I was like, God, why? Just say full cow. But you know, the only thing that's like actually atrocious in the English dub, which has left long since because it's not referenced anymore, is listen to English child Deku's voice. Holy oh, shit! Yeah, does yeah, that yeah. grate my ears? I've actually have heard that, and yes, it's not. It's it's pretty rough. It's that's not that's not a good one. Yes. It's obviously like the same actor, like with like the worst falsetto of all time. It's like it's pretty bad. Hey, Katchan! Oh my god, like it's so bad. Um, it's, but it's not, yeah, no, I you probably won't. I probably won't hear him ever again. Hopefully, um, but yeah. Uh, so if you're interested, ish, hmm? maybe soon again. There's a yeah. Listen, I, I, man. I, I think I think there's a part that happens soon. I, but what I forget. Part? I could be wrong. Because uh, I'm caught is, up, and is, I don't remember I, seeing another child Deku like in the manga. Is it like the thing with Bakugo? Is it scene with Bakugo, or doesn't it flash back to them and their kids? Um, I don't believe so. He he does talk about them as they were kids, but because I reread that part recently too. Okay, because um, I I I don't remember exactly. I, I just can't remember if it did that or not. I feel like it would though. Yeah, and I, I remember really being so hyped for season four. They just reread the entire arc again, starting from like the fight between well it's not even a spoiler anymore because they showed last week the fight between like the few people who were fighting gang orca like from mm -hmm. there on to like where the series is now again and there's a point where deku does talk about how they were when they were kids but there's no actual flashback scenes with them as kids mm -hmm. yeah so hopefully i don't have to deal with that uh oh other things that don't want to be dealt with is crunch roll doesn't want to deal with the fucking blowback from high guardian spice because they fucking they just they disabled comments immediately i don't know if you saw yeah, that yeah 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 they didn't even leave comments up for a fucking minute they were the same <laughs> the second the video was put up they didn't want to deal with it at all all right so skylar for the beforehand for the viewers at home do you want to tell people what's going on like what what is high guardian spice and why is there controversy okay, so the i feel like the controversy is is kind of dumb but it's just that so basically the deal right is that crunchyroll announced that there there's going to be two not just high guardian spice there's another one but there's going to be uh two uh crunchyroll produced animation series right one of them is this we're talking about now is high guardian spice which is produced by a western animation studio as far as i understand it's an animation studio is western if it doesn't matter if it is or not because the entire writing staff is western and they keep the controversy is mostly about how they kept advertising it as like this yeah so progressive our entire writing we're the most diverse 
cast. Yeah, the most diverse fucking production of all time. We have fucking all female writing uh, team or whatever. Yeah, so fifty percent. Um, I, I forgot what I said. Like yeah, they said half of something. Fifty percent. Um, general staff. A hundred percent is is women. A hundred percent of the writers. Hundred percent of the writing writing series. Women. And so and like man like i i hate to be that fucking like you know man sjw's whatever the fuck but fucking look at that production room it literally looks like fucking dashcon it looks like yeah. it looks like it, it looks like the most they look like fake people they look like a, a cartoon character representation of what the tumblr audience is uh and they kept saying shit in that uh fucking you'll never see about- anything like this yeah, I've never made a story like this. Uh, no one else is brave enough <laughs> to make a production like this. And I'm like, fuck right off. This so is not, he, this, this is not like there are there are fucking clamp. The people that made Cardcaptor Sakura and Subasa Chronicles and did the designs for Code Geass and you know that studio. That's all women. You're not the first people that have done this shit. I don't understand why they gotta be like why they gotta be like this. So like my main beef is like if it's all right, it's like all right, yeah, we're 100% writer staff, you know, we're all or female writer staff, we're super diverse, such and such and such. Is like people were complaining about the diverse thing, which I'm like, which is because it's literally not true. Because if you say that it's also diverse and then it's all women, it's like that's literally not diverse. Yeah. It's just homogenous in the opposite direction. Yeah. So um, it's 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 the exact same problem. It's just like. I guess in an area where if you want to make, I don't know much about writing rooms, so I'm not going to fight this. It's like, if you want to make the argument like, oh, well, we're doing it different because it's uh, all females instead of like all white males is traditional. I'm like, okay, well, you have a half of a point there, but it still doesn't work to call it diverse. Either way, that's not, that wasn't my beef. And then being like, oh, you know, they're stressing about how, how we've never seen stories like this and all that before is like, also not my beef. I didn't care, not my beef. Because from my whole deal is like I just care a thing is well written. I don't care who make it. Some yeah, that exactly. homeless dude that always runs, or maybe he's not homeless. That crazy guy who always runs for president every year with the boot and on like his head? wears a tinfoil hat. Yeah. Um, yeah, he has the big boot on his head. That guy. Yeah, I said tinfoil, but yeah, it was. He might as well have tinfoil. Yeah, like that guy. He could write a story, and if it's, as long as it's well written, cool. My beef is how much they talk this up. Not one part of that like three Talks minute about like, what the thing, thing is. Yes, nothing was. All you know is it's girls that go to a school to become guardians. That that is literally nothing, it. Nothing like this. Never heard anything like this. Not not even not even Soul Eater or Ruby, or Little Witch Academia, or Naruto. <laughs> like, it's just like, I, like, I get it. You want to push the, we're progressive. Okay, whatever. Like, that doesn't cater to me. That cares to someone. I don't care. I just care that things well-written. But when we can't even get a main, what's the main character's name? Didn't tell me? Didn't oh, tell what, you. you were too busy telling us about how diverse you were? Like, I instantly stopped caring. And it's even worse when they know the blowback will be bad because the moment a thing is posted, comments are disabled. Now I do, I did want to mention, here's the other series they did announce. There's another one that it didn't get as much press for it. They're doing an an adaptation of like a web manga. They're also producing this one. It's called Udahara. Um, And I don't know nothing about it except that it's set in um shit harajuku which is like the clothing district in tokyo um mm-hmm. 
and it's like just girls that do it and that one is the one where i believe it is again uh all female writing staff not like but it's like the director is female and then it's um a writer and the producer i'm pretty sure mm -hmm. um and that one is japanese produced and that's all i got about it um and yeah so that that that, that exists it's a web manga adaptation, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, but that one, that one I have less of an issue with in the sense that it's just a normal ass anime. Like, the all-female writing staff thing is not that weird in Japan. <laughs> like, it's just whatever. These are dudes that are doing a thing. The director won some award for a short, a short that she did when she was in college. So maybe the show will be good. Who cares? It's just a normal ass production of an anime at that point. Um, mm -hmm. And that was all that it was. Yeah, the art looks kind of nice. So they they, they for actually which one now for the Urahara. Yeah, Urahara. Okay, for some reason I don't know why I thought you were talking about the I, the art in like uh, no, High Guardian, High Guardian Spice. Spice. Looks like it looks like um. The Cal Arts. Yeah, like I hate that meme is bad, but I yeah. I hate. It's it's uh, honest though. Like it does look like just most. Yeah. It looks like, like a, modern shows. It, it looks from, like a web comic is what it looks like to me. Like the art they showed, it looks like a like a like a like a web comic. Is it a still art? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just what it reminded me of. of. Like um, like you know, like those like like they even have like Tumblr noses. You know? <laughs> I actually don't remember much of the. I don't like. I am trying to remember now. Outside of the main character, which I might even be remembering wrong, I just remember her face and hair. I don't remember what any of the characters they look like almost looked like template like things that you put together like a flash it was weird oh okay pretty, all right well enough about fucking high guardian spice we'll move on to the next I just section i want to say that crunchyroll sucks and that and that because their website's bad that's what i want to say because do you know that See, fucking shit still uses flash do you know their player still uses flash i know that now because of digi bro Oh yeah, I, okay, use that, I just use the app on PS4, which runs fine. Yeah, but the app on the PS4 is like I hate the interface for it. The website I was always a thing where for years I was always like, why is this website player so shitty? Why can't I just start at the beginning of the episode, please? <laughs> Won't let me. Um, uh, and I didn't know that until someone posted like on on uh, the Reddit on uh, our anime about the HTML5. Um, uh, like add-on you can do like a plug-in for Crunchyroll to make it change the player to make it work way better yeah I was like man that's embarrassing I think um, one of my favorite posts about Crunchyroll after the Digibro uh, like please stop video was what do you think's gonna end first guys public support of Crunchyroll oh, or Crunchyroll's yeah. use of Flash Crunchyroll's use of Flash yeah what the fuck are they gonna do when the Flash comes out or dies, I'm sorry, dies. Because Flash is going out of service, so they're going to stop supporting stuff. Like, that plugin's fucking going to die. Yeah, yeah mm. someone already answered that. He's like, I already know what's going to happen. They're going to just shut down and tell everyone to move on to Verve. To Verve, yeah, shit. That's fucking... Yeah, because, like, it's like, they already don't care. Like, that one game they advertised and then censored, and when people were like, we wanted to oh, play, yeah. like, the actual version. The and their straight official account said, if you want to play the original Japanese version without the censorship, learn Japanese. 
Yeah, yes, they play the Japanese version. That suck. That that also was a huge disaster because they、uh, advertised it as being unchanged from the Japanese version, and they even included the stuff that they cut in like the English version trailer. Mm-hmm. So, so they had to pull the trailer, so they didn't, so so people couldn't file like a civil suit for false advertisement. <laughs>、uh, yeah, because they would have broken the law at that point.、Um, <laughs> first,、uh, yeah, so so there was that.、Um, also, like, um, ah,、uh, fuck, I forgot what I was gonna say. I don't know. Oh yeah,、uh, the thing where they reduced the bit rate on a bunch of their older videos. So like you go back and you watch like old episodes of stuff. It's in like, old, it's in like it says it's in 1080p, but it streams at a lower bit rate, so it's actually like lower quality. So you get like really bad artifacting sometimes.、Um, it's just it sucks. It, I don't like it. Yeah, there's there's stuff wrong. Like I use Crunchyroll mainly because it's for the stuff I want to watch. It is the most convenient. Yeah, well,、um, that's the thing, right? Is that if it's convenient, people will use it. I just really hope, I really wish that they would like actually, you know, make their service better. So especially with how much money that they apparently have to host their own con, that they、mm-hmm. their service still sucks despite them spending all that money on things. How some dude made a plugin to make HTML5 work on their website, and they keep making excuses as to why they can't implement that themselves. Mm-hmm. And they also host their own con every year, and they can't get HTML5 up on their own website, and they and they also funded the creation of two new shows. And they apparently can't afford a higher bit rate. They literally said it was too expensive to keep the old no. bit rate. No, no, shut up! They need to give all the money to the animation studios. So much money on other things. Anyway, it's just yeah. Yeah, it's I don't know. Like Crunchyroll, I mean, there's the pluses and the cons. Like I'll be honest, like. Like I yeah I use it I'm I'm fine with it for the most part outside like when it comes to like just streaming stuff on like PS4 I don't have any problems the stuff that they that they do as a company that's the ones just like I have an issue here but I mean that's not really affecting me too much personally if there was a better service I'd consider that because what's its competitors you have High Dive which is fairly new because that came out as a service like last year High Dive also Amazon which, which Which get fucked if you watch your anime on on、um, Amazon because they never show up. Like you have to like know the exact the exact name, and if it wasn't changed from Japanese, you have to know like what the Japanese name is to search it. There's no like, hey, what anime has come out? Like、yeah. new release stuff. They、um, don't put. They don't advertise it at all. Yeah. So you have high、uh, Funimation does stuff, but only stuff the Funimation licenses. Yeah,、um, that's fine. I guess I'm, I'm fine. I'm generally fine with Funimation because no, I, I subscribe to Funimation. I like them. Yeah.、Um, the only thing I don't like, which is how they handle some shows, like、uh, it really it goes show by show. Like Dragon Ball,、uh, Dragon Ball Super didn't have a dub until like they got super far in because I guess they had an deal with Adult Swim, so、oh. like it well, wasn't also- until. Hmm? You, you go on. Sorry. I was saying it wasn't until the Japanese version got into like, I think until the Japanese version was like midway slash late way through the second to most recent arc, which is Goku Black, that the first like twenty five episodes appeared on Funimation dubbed, despite the fact that they had already been dubbed already、oh, and were airing on Adult、uh, Swim. Yeah, there's also there's also the weird shit with Hellsing Ultimate, 
where the last two episodes weren't dubbed for like fucking five years, I, seem, <laughs> I think. Like, I remember I watched Hellsing Ultimate when I was in high school, and they didn't officially, and it was all, all the way up to episode eight out of, out of ten. And mm-hmm. episodes nine and ten didn't get dubbed until like a fucking year or so ago. <laughs> so, no, they were they were dubbed because uh, I came into Hel- Helsing Ultimate late because I watched Helsing when I was in uh, like high school and like years mm-hmm. later I was like wait what the fuck is this is different because I saw like I saw a Madhouse like just a little clip of some Madhouse shows because I really liked Madhouse still do um, and I was like I haven't seen this and I found out about Helsing Ultimate and I watched it and loved it and that was like God it's been a minute. Uh, it's, it's been at least eight years. Like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say it was very recent they did their English dub. Maybe it's, that's when they put it up on Funimation because the whole show has been done forever. I'm trying to figure out when they were. Well, yeah, everyone listening here, I hope you like anime because we are the new uh, weekly weebcast because Mother's Basement ain't doing that shit. So now we yeah. are. Now, yeah, that's what we are, bitch. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know when they came out. Apparently, um, they were out in, um, 2016 was when they finally got dubbed. So that was like four years that they weren't. But I watched the full thing in dub forever ago. Well, that's, that's, that was two years ago. So, I mean, because when I tried to watch them, I was about five years ago. They weren't, they weren't all dubbed. So. Did I watch it? No, I know I didn't watch it subbed. There's no way. Whatever. I, I, I guess not I, I know for sure that they weren't dubbed when I saw it the first time. Because, and that was like 2012. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess that's that. Well, damn, that lasted way longer than I expected. Um, um, <laughs> moving well, on also, to the next section. The problem with Funimation hmm? dubs is that they sometimes put like weird identity politics bullshit in them. Did you see this like thing with uh, the um, Dragon Maid dub is the one people always point out where it was like um, they were made did some bullshit about like remember the scene where Lukua comes over to Kobayashi's house and Luke, and Kobayashi's like uh, makes like a passing remark about like hey did you come over here wearing that outfit kind of thing yeah she's just like in this, she's just like super revealing outfit or whatever and in the thing she's just like maybe you shouldn't do that because that's because whatever japan you know um mm-hmm. and the dub they changed it so that lukoa made some comment about the patriarchy or something uh. and it was just like why is it gotta be like that uh yeah uh. so they saw they and it's one writer at Funimation does it apparently she did like she did it one other time for another show that i forget but uh yeah so it's it's, it's that person uh she likes to put in fucking uh, gender identity politics bullshit and some down shit. down with the patriarchy yeah i mean i guess that's i don't care that much because as much as i love the show i don't see myself watching the dub oh no i would never watch the dub <laughs> fuck that what do you want that's that's not happening before I move on to the Venom thing, because I keep getting stopped, anything else anime related you want to talk about? Because we can just go. Yeah, no, that's that's all I got. Fucking oh, let me guess. I want to talk about oh, High Dive sucks because they keep getting the Sen- Sentai keeps licensing shows and putting them on High Dive. I think that Sentai is just decided that's their streaming platform they're going to use things for, and Sentai's Why? translators Sentai's translators suck. 
they hate so it. bad. And so they put their shit on high dive, and then see like the recently they recently they licensed uh, Review Starlight, so that's on high dive, right? Oh, and, Sentai's doing that. Yeah, and so it's literally I can't recommend people watch the official sub of that show on high dive because it's so poorly translated and so poorly typeset that you sometimes can't even read what's happening on screen. Um, like that's like it's literally a show that I can't recommend unless you watch fan subs because otherwise there's some shit that's just illegible and ununderstandable <laughs> because of how bad the translation is. Like there's like a screenshot I think I showed Claude where it's like for episode one where it's like the first review so like, the show has this very nice typesetting where it's like the review the review is a play so they're all like the title is like review of something so the first, the first episode is like um review of pride i think uh and it has like um you know all this shit on the screen it looks it looks very nice normally and but the that <laughs> But the high dive version has just this massive blocks of test that are just blocking everything because it doesn't. They don't know how to sub the signs and shit, and so you can't read anything that's happening on the screen. So the dialogue is overlapping with the sign translation, which is overlapping with the actual on-screen text, and it just looks. It looks so bad. Um, oh. and, it, and, it, and it covers up the beautiful animation, so it's just like it's just it's so bad. But is this animation as beautiful as that of how not to summon a demon lord? <sighs> Watch Mojo can get fucked. This is don't talk about Watch Mojo. You give them power if you mention their if you if you. They you, already you, have you it, dog. They have millions of subscribers. If you even pretend that they're relevant, then you give them more power. They have it all already. That's like saying that about like Nero. Like if you if you think of him as more powerful than he is, he'll gain more power. Like he rules shit. You can't stop this man. He already has everything. Yeah, but I can pretend they don't exist if I if I don't talk about them. You you force yourself to forget, but you have to know. Like no, there's no I, long ago I decided that I wasn't gonna get mad at Watch Mojo lists anymore. I decided that that, that that wasn't a thing that was going to happen. I needed to move on from that era of my life. No, man, you can't because it's too super. Oh, yeah, for anyone listening now, uh, their list on top 10 anime from the summer of 2018 uh, triggered both myself and Skylar, more so Skylar. Because Cause they was just really bad. Like they like they like both of the best shows this season weren't even on the list or mentioned in the honorable mention. So it's like it means they just didn't watch anything. <laughs> like I w we actually spent time going through, uh, like just the last week of their stuff, and like some of them is like, why is this even exist? If I can find, I'm just scrolling through. If I can find one, I'll mention it. If not, then whatever can i mention but there's, there's one that was nonsensical for why it even existed it's just like the fucking the most popular show this season apparently is angels of death why and what the fuck is that about man i don't, I don't know, know man that actually makes me like upset because i watched it it's like it's like edgy bullshit that like okay cool you exist i guess but ain't much else to People fucking love it, dude. I don't get it. I'm gonna pain train it with Stewie because I need to know at this point. Yeah, I really want. I really want someone to actually watch all of it so I can see if they can understand why the fuck it's both popular here and in Japan. 
like the the the, girl, the same girl character won uh, new type magazines like top female character thing also like this very recently so it's not it's not just popular here so that's uh, it's it's got me fucked up to be honest okay i found one of them this is the only one i'll, I'll mention because like i said this and then brayden was like oh well how old is that and it, it was from this week top 10 memorable aretha franklin moments like why oh that's pretty bad <laughs> <laughs> number one her death <laughs> i don't know i was looking at thumbnails i'll be damned if i'm gonna watch these videos <laughs> Yeah, I just checked. 18 million subscribers, man. They're too powerful. Dude, I remember, um, fucking, I remember when I used to be subscribed to that channel, like, when I was in high school, that it would just fucking fill my subscription feed with bullshit I didn't care about. And that was, like, yeah. it's just, it's so, it's such a bad channel. They have, like, uh, three top ten lists a day. And they've yeah, been going dude. for so many years. How? They have one that was like top 10 anti-tubers. I remember I watched that at some point. And I'm, I remember the only part about the video that was fun was that they talked about uh, Demolition D. And so they were just, I was just, I had a brief moment of happiness because I was reminded that Demolition D exists. And that's the happiest I've ever been watching a Watch Mojo video. Oh, God damn. We need to fucking move on. We're still yeah, on this shit. Yeah. We, I am now done. Okay, <laughs> Tom Hardy signed for three Venom movies. Go. <laughs> uh, Sony, stop it! Stop, stop it, Sony. What? Like, I think we've mentioned this before. I like Venom a lot as a character. He makes me really like Spider-Man when he's in something related to Spider-Man. I've never really cared for Venom too much when he's just on his own. Like. I don't know, man. But I always hate the, all right, the first thing isn't even out, but we are going to plan for so many. Like, get yeah. blown out of the water even harder, Dark Universe. Like, yeah, you saw what happened to them. Like, yeah, I did. I did see what happened to them. It's just like, so, so they have like no, um, it's just, just you're putting too much money in one basket. You gotta, you gotta let it be. Mm -hmm. The movie's I mean, not, the movie's not even out yet, and you don't got the best track record with this kind of shit, Sony. So you know. <laughs> Is that your direct letter to Sony? Yes, my, that's my direct, my direct statements. Uh, speaking directly to Sony CEO, man, I just forget the name of. Um, stop it. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you gotta like let movies come out. If they do more, make enough money. You gotta make sure the investment. You're not. You're wasting so much money. You're fucking hemorrhaging money in all departments except for video games. And literally, me, fucking 21 year old man, can tell you why. Uh, so you need. To, so you need to stop it. Agreed. Something else being stopped is Amazon's 20% off pre-ordered games. So sucks for Amazon Prime subscribers, man. Yeah, sucks for me. Um, basically, for if you didn't know, um, Amazon had this deal where if you pre-ordered games uh, through them, they'd be 20% off. Um, and I found out about this through like 
something on like my just general like hey you like video games here's gen- video game news for google like was mm-hmm. like if you want smash bros cheaper better order on amazon now before it goes away i was like what the fuck does that mean why did he why is it even ordered like that um and it's like yeah no starting next week i believe starting next week the deal is going away uh james told me a bit about this uh in a bit more detail about how it's actually being replaced with like you'll get some type of ten dollar voucher or something like that mm-hmm. instead on pre-orders that can go to other purchases i'm not too familiar about it james is probably being stabbed by uh the sentinelese um and hung up for food so he won't be able to answer this um but yeah that's at least what i heard and it, it sucks because i used to pre-order some games for them because yeah I have lots of people that, yeah i have lots of people know lots of people that pre-order, should pre-order shit on amazon just because uh you know you'd, you'd save the 20 percent mm-hmm. and so like they'd be willing to get shit late just because they you know they obviously would get it much cheaper um, yeah i mean they were, they were my best source of stuff so it's like i had i have a basically a system with how i'm gonna get the, my games if it is a game that has been out for a while i will just get it digital um because uh, games tend to go on sale fairly often especially on ps4 um if it is a game that i don't care about like or that, that I like, that I want to play, but I know I won't have much replay value. I'll order on Amazon to get it cheaper and then just sell that. Um, but now that that's going away, uh, I don't know. I might actually just figure, I'll figure something else out. I don't know, but it, it does kind of suck. Yeah, it does. Um, do you have any other thoughts on that before we go on to like, Gamescom news? Uh, no, man. I don't know. It's just, I mean, it, it's, 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 it's unfortunate. I I wonder why. I mean, probably because it was, because people. Well, I guess too many people were using it. Probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's just it's, it's it kind of sucks. Hmm. It's a, it's, a, it's a loss of value for um for Amazon Prime. Just yeah, yeah they they're not too big a fan of the. Uh, oh man, I was almost a James Tear joke. I'm glad I stopped myself. Oof. Oh, I, was, I I don't even know where you're going with that. I'm not even gonna ask. Uh, it's not that bad. It's just like a joke that like I know you'd get and no one listening would get because it's uh, involving the one... current where they are right now in the manga from Aiden Abyss. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah okay. Jokes for only Skylar. Yeah, and jokes, for, jokes for 12 people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, moving on. So Gamescom happened uh, this week. There's a good bit of news from that. Uh, which of all that news, we have a handful because I'm not talking about like Nvidia cards and shit. So right now yeah, it's only the stuff. Care about the, you don't have about the video cards, dude. You know, nope. About the new, the new Nvidia bullshits. I'm a dumb console peasant who doesn't care nothing about no Nvidia cards. I don't, I don't know nothing about graphics cards either. So, yeah, right there with you. <laughs> So the first thing I wanted to put down, because like I, I don't care about Battle Royale stuff. I mostly don't like shooters, so none of that stuff really touches me anyway. But uh, one thing I did find interesting was the Dying Light 2 had a Battle Royale mode called Bad Blood. Uh, do you know anything about this? Literally know nothing about this. I've, so it's been... more, it, it works more so about like how I wish, like I don't really care about Fortnite. That, that's when I care the least about. 
Um, but it, I'm pretty sure you know how its mode is. It's a hundred people there. I'm like, yeah. I wish they had the zombies or some something else like PvP, but also PVE. Uh, mm -hmm. The way it works in Bad Blood is it is 12 players and there are still zombies everywhere. Um, and I know there's certain objectives you have to do and then like escape and you're and you you know you're done. But you also have them, you know, the ability to fuck up the other people playing and murder them. Um, so yeah, it does have PvP elements while just put in a PVE world, which that I found very interesting. Um, that does sound kind of cool, actually. Uh, did you ever play the first Dying Light? I did. I did play Dying Light. It was really yeah, so, I that game was fucking cool. Yes, it was super fun. I remember last time, like a game so effectively, at least for me, put me in a situation where like X thing is the deal. Don't be caught during X thing. Like, you know, the whole like, okay, zombies get way more powerful during night. I'm like, all right, whatever. And I legitimately had to question myself when it was like the sun was coming down. I was like, do I want to go out? Do I want to finish this mission today? Because like, I don't want to deal with those super zombies that are faster than you and can like parkour way better than you can. Like, oh man, I used yeah, dude, I like dying you know, a lot. The super zombies in that game were, yeah, they're actually terrifying. Yeah. Actually fucking horrifying that when they catch you, it's like, you're, it's like the most intense shit because you have to like, you have to like, play out your fucking ass you, you, you have to be, you have to be godlike for like 10 minutes or else you're fucking dead it's that so or be close enough to a safe area yeah like have like a, the black we'll have a flare or something them. yeah which i used to cheese out the system all the time where i'd constantly walk in and out if i was close enough to one and keep them yeah. close and keep taking like headshots until i get like all that delicious experience because Part of the glory of doing anything at night oh, is you yeah. got double experience. You would, yeah, you would just be just being alive at night would give you fuck loads of experience. <laughs> uh, yeah, that game was incredibly fun. So uh, I'm excited for Dying Light 2. Yeah, same. Uh, something that like I'm also excited for, but also has not so great news for some people is the fact that Bloodstain was delayed to 2019. Yeah, that sucks. Um, I, I did not back Bloodstained, um, but yeah, I mean, it sucks for people that, that's, you know, that it's, it's fucking delayed again. Yeah, delayed I, again for the second so time. So I, I backed it this year because I, I knew about it, but just the same deal as Indivisible. I was like, oh man, I found out about this too late. Too bad I can't back it. And then I was like, oh wait, backing is still available for this Kickstarter game that was put on Kickstarter, like, when was it put on Kickstarter? Like, two years ago? Three years ago? Uh, it was this, remember, well, I think it was really close to when, like, Shenmue and Mighty, Mighty, Mighty Number, Number 9. Nine. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's been for a while, and, like, because I backed it recently, I'm not as big of, I don't have as big of a problem on being delayed, and even then, nine times out of ten when the game's delayed, I'm like, fine that's fine if it comes out better for it like despite my shitty skills at platformers like i really like them um mm -hmm. i think you said you had the same problem with twin stick shooters uh with yeah with with shmups i really oh, shmups, like shmups, that was it but i'm really bad at them you know i uh i like i really like platformers despite my god-awful skills at them like almost at the point of embarrassment when I played Super Mario 
uh, Odyssey, and I loved it. I got to the end when some shenanigans happens, and you have to go through one part of the game, just one small part uh, in this long, like, escape sequence where it goes back to classic, like, Super Mario. Mm -hmm. And I died, like, eight times on the same easy jump. Like, I'm like, God, I'm so fucking bad at this. But yeah, um, as long as they make it better, cool. My other idea behind this is the same reason not a lot of games are coming out quarter four this year. Rockstar is putting out Red Dead and get fucked if you want to compete with that. Like, yeah. Rockstar yeah. dominates holidays and the only people with the balls to compete with them because they can is Smash. Yeah, Nintendo. They'll do it. They'll fucking they'll fucking compete with 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 Rockstar. Fuck you. Everyone loves Smash. Yeah, like like it's not even a quite like that's I don't think I have confidence in any other game slash developer to go up against something as big as Red Dead uh, Two. Mm -hmm. But but yeah, they're doing so. That's part of why I believe that like maybe it's maybe it could be put out this year. But I wouldn't fault them for being like let's delay it. The only thing that would make me a bit sad is if it got put out in the same quarter slash general release window as Indivisible. That would make me sad. Yeah. Because I don't want to have to choose between those. And if I, I mean, do have to, I mean, I'm picking Indivisible. I, I back Indivisible, so I'm just, I'm just going to get that. I just have yeah. that game when it comes out, so that's going to be nice. Same. I got. I did it where I got, I'm going to have the code for the PS4, and I'm getting a Switch copy of it. I'm getting a PS4 copy of it and the code, so that's going to be pretty nice. Oh, you're doubling down on that? Well, I guess well, yeah, it makes sense. It's just like I don't have another, I don't have another platform to put it on. And like, really, I, I, I want the digital download, um, mm -hmm. because you know that's sick. Uh, and I just want the fucking case to put it on my shelf, basically. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I like I, that's one of the few. Oh, there's a thunderstorm in the background. So if there's any yeah, thunder, same, same here. Sorry. That's the glory the glory of living in Tampa, Florida, you will get thunderstorms on the reg. Every um, other day. Yeah. Uh, so moving on, we have Shao's died twice. You know, Sekiro gameplay, as well as the fact they announced a collector's edition and the release date of the game is March 22nd. So probably not that far off. I'm actually going to look up details on collector's edition because I don't have that up right now. If you want to... Mm -hmm. Like I know you liked the gameplay a lot. I liked it too. Um, but if you want to mark out on that for a minute, which one? Oh, for uh, for Devil May Cry. What? No, not not that yet. Uh, I don't know if they announced collector's edition for that, but no. Uh, Shadows Die Twice. Yeah. Okay. So Sekiro looks fucking sick, nasty, red. I'm so excited for it. Uh, the gameplay they showed off just like the amount of mobility that you have with the grappling hook looks fucking crazy. And like it's like it was basically it, it looks like um it looks like it reminds me of like onimusha with the kind of the combat reminds me of onimusha mm -hmm. um but you have like not the fixed cameras and like tank controls like onimusha does it's like you know like action background like behind the shoulders or whatever uh mm -hmm. but you have so much mobility they had like wall runs and wall climbing and like grappling hook points at like every single thing it was like it was like every single thing you could get on top of had a grappling hook point on it and then big enemies you had grappling you could grapple like onto them to do what it's yeah, like the thing around its neck yeah like the ogre or whatever 
Um, fucking body slam over is cool as shit. Yeah, it has a fucking drop kick. Yeah, I saw that, and it has it has an el- it has a people's elbow at the end of one of its combos. Yeah, yeah, it does. It has it literally has wrestling moves. It has a fucking uh, power bomb. It has a stunner. It has a drop kick, and then it has like a giant swing type deal where it like throws you over the, over its head. Fucking kayfabe over in this bitch. It's super good. Um, yeah, and yeah, so like uh, the the stealth uh mixed with like the action combat looks really satisfying. The game has this system that I think is kind of cool, where it's like you the enemy's health is based off of like a thing that's they call it posture, where instead of like hitting someone down to, 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 to death like with like HP, like deplete their HP like a like an RPG or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like you decrease their stamina by hitting them so you can do a finishing attack on them. So I it's I don't remember the name of it. They actually confirmed that it's not stamina because there's that's one of the things I like about it and they I think Max admitted yeah. it, it made it harder is like stamina unlike the Souls games or any Souls clones is not a factor in this game. Yeah they said that yeah they they, they specifically called it posture. In, yeah, one there we go. The, in one of the interviews and it's basically like uh like your character's ability to block correctly um and like doing, doing a parry on someone will like re- reduce the enemy's posture and if it goes down to like below zero you can do like an insta kill finisher on them and, and, and enemies can do the same thing to you so, so I think that, that's cool it's insta kill for lesser enemies because when they were doing the whole thing well, about yeah. the boss fight, like, they mentioned you gotta do that a couple times if you want to kill them yeah, it's, it's balanced yeah. pretty well from what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 so it just like it, it just looks like pretty much what I want out of uh, like that kind of game. Like just like the Souls style level design and give me like a big boy action game attached to it. <laughs> um. So I actually found the details for the collector's edition. So the Sekiro Shadows Die Twice collection edition includes the full game, which. You know, take note, certain versions of Assassin's Creed or certain versions of Ubisoft games. Yeah, the full game, a seven-inch Shinobi statue, so your main character, a steel book, collectible art book, uh, like a papered map of the game, uh, digital soundtrack, and three replica coins. I guess it's supposed to be like the in-game yen or whatever it's supposed to be. And this is $89.99, which is surprisingly cheap for all that stuff because it's only like 20 bucks more than just the main game mm-hmm. so yeah so if you're interested in that that's the price point it comes out march 22nd um any more you have to add on that no i mean it looks really good all right well then moving past that we get the thing that you thought we were going to talk about at first which was del may cry 5 which yeah also has a release date in march but the date for that is march 8th yep God, fucking Virgil, or not Virgil, uh, Nero, Nero doing power bombs and seeing like all of it looked so cool. Him just grabbing this oversized demon and swirling it and throwing it into a building that's like falling apart. Makes my PP really big. Did you see the the meme someone made of that where it did the fucking thing from Mario sixty four? Yes, he, he said, shared it. So long, gay Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. Uh, did you see? Also, there's the fucking uh, the meme where like the bit from the cutscene where like Nero is walking and then the truck falls on him. Yes, and, and he, like, then he gets and he gets out and then but it's the fucking stupid like trap alien dancing. 
Yeah. I love it. it like I was actually thinking, like, they didn't show that off. And it was like Nero's uh, Devil Trigger was so cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Can he yeah. even go Devil Trigger? I don't think so. Because like, I saw him Because he doesn't have the arm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, not anymore. I think there they might have a thing where Dante's gonna have double trigger, obviously. Well, yeah, that that would be weird and if he didn't. The mysterious V. I wonder who that could be. Um, is gonna. James is still arguing about that. Bruh, come on. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I I made. I was like, boy, I wonder. He's like, you know, actually, there's a lot of stuff pointing to it not being Virgil. I was like, a lot of stuff pointing to it not being. One of the most popular characters in the franchise that people have been clamoring about getting back, who came back for uh, arms specifically, James. Like I understand being skeptical, but you're being skeptical way too like you're you're way too cemented into this mindset. I guess though he has a point where it's like we don't know, but like I'm, I'm not saying he's wrong. It's just him being like take he took. It's just there's so many things. It's I mean it might be a really big red herring. Mm-hmm. Because V, and then he took the arms, so you think he's Virgil. And then, yeah. So, I mean, if but. If it's not Virgil, I'll shit myself. If it, yeah, if it's not Virgil, then maybe it might be someone that's like, I gotta resurrect Virgil. I need the, I need the arm back to resurrect Virgil. Because he's Nemoangelo. You think it'll be just like this, that weird thing where it's like, oh, we're an offshoot thing. Kind of like how in Advent Children, there's the three people who are like, we're, we're, we're all Sephiroth, in a sense. Like, what was their deal again? Do you remember? Uh, they were... Oh, like, clones of Sephiroth? Advent children, yeah. They were other things that were made using Genova cells. And mm-hmm. so they were, like, part of Sephiroth's, like, DNA or mm-hmm. something. And so it was like they were going to combine themselves. They had, like, Sephiroth's head or something, if I remember correctly. And they, like combined their dna with like sephiroth's head or some bullshit and then that's how they resurrected sephiroth it was it was really dumb because remember there's the scene where they're like they open up the box and it has sephiroth's head in it and it's all full of like the goop and the, the, the gooey juice <laughs> of like the genova cells or whatever mm-hmm. uh yeah man fuck i've been children <laughs> that fight is so cool the fight the between fight. Cloud and Sephiroth, yeah, it's yeah, so I mean, cool. yeah, you're not gonna get a not cool fight with them, and I'd be a little bit mad if if you did. I Which still don't that, like how super popular they are when I like when I like Kefka way more than Sephiroth. We had Kefka gets no fucking play outside the city. Uh yeah. What were we talking about before that? Oh, Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry Five, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh. It looks it looks incredible. The gameplay they showed it looks so fucking good, uh, like graphics wise and gameplay wise, it looks so much fun. Uh, did you see the? I think it was Polygon was complaining about, um, like Polygon was complaining about uh, how there was no cool music in the game. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're playing it, and like the music doesn't have as much of a punch as the old. Uh, Devil May Cry games, but remember if you if you if you remember um, from a couple uh, weeks ago, Itsuno said that the game has the has a system where the music gets more and more hype and amped up the higher your rank is. Mm-hmm. So it just meant that they didn't get their rank high enough to activate the music. 
They're actually pr polygon proven bad at video games. Yeah, because there's a bunch of footage of people playing where they're getting like S ranks and stuff, and the music is fucking like hype as shit. And so it just means that polygon just they just didn't they just didn't get up, many, the up the style meter enough. How many times have they been proven in bad at games? Were they also the ones that made all that shit about Cuphead being too hard? I think I don't remember. I can't, but I think that was Polygon. I need to I look know up, like, Polygon was also the people that had that embarrassing Doom 2016 uh, preview, where it, 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 it looked like the guy playing had never played a, a first-person shooter in his entire life. Uh, I need to go back and look that up because I'm, I'm gonna look this up in a second had, while we're talking. Because there's yeah. the two things I was gonna mention. I'll let you get your point. It's before I forget about this while I'm looking it up was the one about like the person who couldn't get past the just jump and dash part of the tutorial for Cuphead. Like, and it, w it was like 20 minutes of him trying to do that and he couldn't. And the other person being like, this game's too hard to be inclusive to people. And like a lot of people came out and was like, no, you guys have just proven you're, you're bad at video games. Fucking, but yeah, sorry, continue yeah. on with the thing I you're gonna mention. Yeah, they, they were also the people that had that embarrassing uh, breath of the wild preview oh, what <laughs> do they do of, with that it has one of my favorite clips of all time where it's like he's like gonna go hit like a, a moglin or whatever and he wants to throw a bomb at it so he takes out the bomb right and then instead of throwing the bomb at the moblin he drops it on the ground and it starts to roll away and he doesn't know what to do so he swings the sword at the air and then he tries to run towards the enemy and the bomb is rolling towards it and then he presses the button to blow the bomb up and he blows himself oh. up and does nothing to the moblin it's so fucking funny okay i found the two clips from them uh, the two quotes from two different articles posted a day apart the first one uh done october 4th is when is exclusion a valid design choice and then the second one is what? cuphead is hard but fair until it isn't those are some big yikes in, in all of those things that you're telling me nah that's game's too hard i can't beat it yeah okay i made sure yeah it, it's all a polygon um Journalist outdoes Polygon at suckage. Wait, no, hold on. Outdoes Polygon. Who the fuck is this? Yeah. Um, taking 26 minutes for Cuphead. Uh, who the fuck was... I don't know who did this. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll move on. I'll, I'll keep trying to find it. But yeah. Uh, next, Dark Souls Trilogy announced. So get fucked Dark Souls fans who were who just got Dark Souls 1 remastered and people on the Switch who are still waiting with bated breath. Now there's just all three games coming in one package. Yeah, that's um, unfortunate. Hopefully people that have the Dark Souls 1 remaster can get like discounts on it or something. That would be nice. But Bandai's gonna I don't think they'll do that. Bandai's gonna Bandai, so probably not. I mean... I don't, I don't know, man. Like that, that shit is just, it's baffling to me of like, we are announcing this thing after a bunch of people already bought the thing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty not great. Bad timing on their part. Bandai's been on a roll with this shit with the Dragon Ball season pass and the Tekken shit, right? Wait, what about the season pass? For Dragon Ball? 
Yeah, what specifically? Oh, it was people were upset. People were upset about um, them announcing the season, the the Dragon Ball season pass so close to launch. So they're like, oh, we're gonna, yeah, the eight characters in it, and be like, oh, they're just gonna cut them out of the base roster kind of deal, right? I mean, I get it, but like, cause like, no fighting game is gonna not have like like post launch DLC. It's yeah. just a bad look to announce it as so early as they did. So launch, yeah. Um, yeah, that was in this. I I still get like slightly triggered when people complain about fighting games with DLC, and I'm like, man, no one. Mm-hmm. These these games like, are not that profitable, my dude. Like That's these cool. are fighting games is the uh, genre of game that like I feel like is the most has a community that's the most comfortable with there being DLC because like you're yeah you're getting stuff over a long period of time versus like I don't know versus an Uncharted like you get Uncharted four that's the package deal there's not really much you need to add to that I mean maybe there will be some like post game DLC also, thing for uh, yeah hmm? well, I remember Jim Sterling had a video put up a video this week complaining about. Tira in Soul Calibur 6 being DLC. Yeah. Uh, and I was just kind of like, sure, it kind of sucks that she's DLC, but he kept talking about how she was a returning character, so obviously she's cut from the roster, and I'm like, yeah, but this is like a whole new engine and new mechanics, and there's new ca- new character models like this. And they aren't just like taking fucking her model from Soul Calibur 5 and just pouring it over to this. You're gonna have to redesign her character to fit this, these new mechanics. So it's not like, you know, uh, as simple as, like, oh yeah, fucking, re- why, what Makoto was a Street Fighter 4, why isn't she in Street Fighter 5? Fuck you, that's much, way more, it's way more complicated than that. Uh, yeah, I, I guess kind of I understand this argument from the sense of being like, if this is a character, if this is a returning character from the series, like, why is it someone, like, I, I get it in a sense, but I also don't, but he does mention in that video, that like I don't play fighting games, so you know it's not something I've really kept in the realm of knowledge for. Yeah, it's just triggering me. I was watching that 26 minute thing and looking for like anything that might have said on the video, like where he was from. It, it's bad. That that should that should triggered me a bit. Um, this one I'll let you talk about more than me because I've never actually played the series. But yeah, Shenmue 3 release date is August 27th of next year. Uh, this is the game that I still don't believe actually exists. Shenmue 3. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe that it's real, because they still haven't shown much of anything from it, aside from some, you know, whoops. I didn't back it on Kickstarter. I'm glad that I didn't, because this is feeling like to me in my brain like my number nine kind of. Oh bullshit. no. Yeah, the Kickstarter itself was kind of a shit show in how it was run. Um, uh, I don't really have I don't really have very much faith for this project. What uh, do you have more faith in that this exists or the 3DS and Vita versions of Mighty Number no. Nine exist? Uh, wait, what? Say again. I said, what do you feel? What do you have more confidence in that Shenmue Three exists? Or the Vita version and 3DS versions of Mighty Number no. Nine exist. Those are just those are not real. That was a lie they told people. <laughs> this is like Vita version definitely not coming out. That's like for that's for sure a lie, right? Mm-hmm. Vita's dead forever. 
Oh, speaking before we go further, because we didn't mention it. Yeah, on top of Bloodstain being delayed, Vita version canceled, and they flat out said it was Sony's idea for that. It was yeah, like they're Sony, discontinuing it, so. So yes, yeah. Sony said that it was dead console, so that people have to believe in that. Sony mm-hmm. said it was time was done. Vita no longer means life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I really just wanted to mention this because I don't believe that this release date is real. I think this game is not going to come out. Uh, I feel bad for everybody that donated large amounts of money on it on Kickstarter. I think it's going to be a disaster. And I would love to be proven wrong because Shenmue is a cool franchise that does some cool things. Um, uh, but I have no faith in this, in this game at all. So, I mean, you mentioned it doing cool things. And like I said, I haven't... Uh... I haven't played the series, but I heard the, I heard there was issues with Shenmue one and two. I don't know if you want to elaborate on those because like I know literally nothing about them. Uh, okay, so the Shenmue one and two are really weird. I really only know that much about Shenmue one. I never played Shenmue two. Um, but Shenmue one, it was basically the show was like it's the show. The game was this supposed to be this really um, in depth like recreation of a small Japanese town. And so the story was kind of like, oh yeah, I gotta get revenge, beat up this guy, I gotta kill this dude. But the, and so that was like the hang up of the story of like this your, your main character. But this game was really about like creating a living environment of th- this location so we spent a lot of time in the game doing fucking errands for people working part-time jobs just talking to people and the game also really adhered to its um like to the a making people's schedules make sense in their own time so there are times when it's like you know go to this shop to talk to this guy but the shop is only open from like nine to five so if it's pat if it's past five o'clock then you know you can't talk to him but you know if you do certain actions during the day like if you know you you go work at the dock with the forklift to make some money or whatever then you won't be able to like talk to the dude because you, you have to wait till tomorrow and things like that so it's kind of people or some people get kind of annoyed playing it because it's like i want to play the video game and, mm-hmm. and, and I have to wait, physically kill time doing some menial task, playing some mini game or whatever, until I'm allowed to talk to this person. And then they might be like, oh, yeah, I talked to them tomorrow night. And you're like, well, now I have to wait till tomorrow night before I can do anything. Um, and then, yeah. So it's it's very weird and it's very much like a prototype video game that was kind of turned into a good video game when yakuza came out Hmm. because the shenmue series is the prototype blueprint for yakuza series Mm -hmm. um and those games are great so yeah that's really if you want if you're interested in Shenmue and you haven't played Yakuza and you want to know what that game is like but good play Yakuza 0 <laughs> <laughs> um yeah alright and I had nothing to say on it because like it's a series that I know literally nothing about I played Yakuza I can't even say I fully played Yakuza 0 I got like 4 chapters left just so much stuff's been coming out I wanted to play and like 
I'm so far in, but I just can never commit. Like I'll play a little bit of it. I was like, oh, that's right. I'm broke. I need to go do something or like, I don't know, something will happen and it'll make me think about something else. And I'm like, I want to play this instead. Like I, I actually, because I didn't care and I was like, I want to play this now because I'm hyped for doing Eternal. I just got Doom, which it's only 20 bucks, stupidly cheap. Um, I usually see games that are like a couple that are like two years old, still staying around the $50, $40 mark. Um, but yeah, like I actually need to spend the time to go back there. But if, if you're saying it's similar, but just Yakuza is better then I don't see yes. myself checking out Shenmue. All right. And with that being said, uh, that's the rest of the, or that's all we have for news. And we will be going into the walk on girl spoiler cast. Um, so we'll just generally be talking about everything in relation to that and a bit about, what was it, Tommy Galaxy? Yes. Yeah, because well, I'll be asking Skyler, who knows everything about both of these I have products. seen these, both these things multiple times. Yeah, like, um... Yeah. So yeah, if you one... don't want to be spoiled on that, then you can leave here. Um... I thank you for listening to DadCast. We'll be back once again sometime next week, hopefully, as long as everything works out. But we're trying to keep it weekly. And if you subscribe to our channel, which I think is just called... Do you actually know the name of the channel? James handles all that shit, so I don't pay attention to it. Official DadCast? I don't know. Oh, no. We're on top of that shit. Yeah, I probably should have thought about that before just asking you. Um, yeah. Anywho, yeah. Okay, so it's, hype. We'll add it in. We'll, we'll we'll cut it. Add it in post. Change no, well, I just found it, it's just Dadcast. Dadcast is the name of it. We have no subscribers there, but outside of the traditional stuff, if you show up, hopefully sometime next week, if not the week after, uh, we'll be start branching out on the stuff we're doing. Um, like I'm gonna have a little, not even really review, but kind of like joking where you just generally talking about the stuff in the series. Uh, for anyone who might be interested, but I'll be talking about My Hero Academia, or Academia Vigilantes. Um, and hopefully we'll get some content from both George and Skylar as well. But yeah, if you're not here for the spoiler cast, then enjoy the rest of your day. And if you are, Skylar, mark out about uh, Masaki Yuasa. Masaki Yuasa is my big favorite anime, man. He's really cool. Is He's, he actually uh, your favorite? Yes, he is. He, I've I've seen everything he's directed except for the episode of Adventure Time and Kimono's in May. I have not seen that. Um, oh, okay. I, See, I didn't actually know who your favorite was. Like, yeah, I just yeah. assumed it was like someone I had never heard of because you're into that like deep weeb shit. Yeah, my, my favorite either is it's, it's either um, fucking it's either him or uh uh, Kunihiko Ikuhara, who did like Penguin Drum and Utena. Um, yeah, so I mean, uh, this movie's great. Walk on Girl's great. It's uh, it's an adapt. It's so Walk on Girl's nuts to me because mm-hmm. it came out. Uh, it's one of the first projects that was created for Saki Yuasa's new studio. Uh, that he because he used to work at Madhouse and then he left to form his own studio. Um, uh-huh called Science Saru and last year 2017 they put out their first suite of things um 
and so they put out two movies in 2017 and also put out Devilman Crybaby in January of this year. So they he directed two movies in a show during the same time period, uh, which is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of them are good. Uh, Lou Over the Wall is good. Devilman Crybaby is great. And uh, Walk On Girl is fantastic. You've been talking about uh-huh. Lou over the wall. I need to check in that sometime. It's it's pretty good. It's not my favorite thing he's done, but I still like it's still good. I like it a lot. What uh, is his favorite your favorite thing that he's done? Ping pong is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't fight that. That's really good. Yeah, it's 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 ping pong and then Tommy Galaxy and then Lockdown Girl, actually. And then I actually my- just added I think I mentioned this to you before, but I just added to Tommy Galaxy to my Q because I saw it's on Crunchyroll. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. sweet. Yeah. Uh, it's only 11 episodes, too, so it's shorter it's than I expect. pretty short, yeah. I think he mostly does short shows. Like, I think Kaiba is the only one that's... Is Kaiba 12? I forget. I don't know. Kaiba's pretty good, too. Even if it's 12, it's still pretty short. It's like one season. Yeah, I'm just used one to... One season, yeah. Um, um, yeah anyway. So, yeah, to so... go into the movie, girl who just wants to throw herself into the adult world if she wants and to huh? live life see life breathe it all in it's great yeah now great. for great. you like because i went into this movie super blind i actually mm-hmm. saw it with my girlfriend we we uh we went to see it uh in theaters the other day um and like i'm a fan of like like when they go, when they just do it with the animation, like like just having some fun. Like what was the, do you remember the name of that dance they did when they like? The dance of the sophists. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, just that, it was just a, it was a, literally a thing where it's just like a dumb joke where they go to like this party and like the, it's like a fucking like debate club or some bullshit at the, for a college. And it's like a go away party for this guy. Yeah, because he's going to another country because the girl he's he going- loved. <laughs> yeah, he's going to school in London because the girl that he loved is marrying another guy. Uh, and he was like, kept trying to come up with like a bullshit, like logical reason why women shouldn't marry women that they love. It said they should marry people that they don't <laughs> they really don't know love. much about because yeah. there's very little expectations and things can go up. Yeah, like, yeah. You, it's- yep, yeah. It's so such nonsense. This, I love it. They do this dumb dance, and then they they like basically leave that party and go to like a different party. It's like all old people. That's just they, the entire thing. That they, they were like, because when she meets them, uh, Otome, like when, when she meets like the other two characters, like he's like, all right, well, you know, you guys said something about drinks, but I don't have any money. And then one of them's like, I haven't had money in years. Let's go yeah, get some drinks. And I it's just them know. crashing parties and drinking. Yeah, yeah, it's super good. Uh, I, there are some things about the G-Kids. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about the translation, because I, I watched the first time I saw it. It was a fan sub, and then I saw this official sub thing. Uh-huh. Um, and what was interesting to me is there are some things about this translation that I liked better than the fan sub that I watched. But there are some other things that I thought that were weird. Like, I thought that overall some of the dialogue was kind of clunkily translated a little bit, like it was kind of awkward, but it was mostly fine. I really liked that they kept the the original joke with his plan, 
Do remember from the beginning of the movie, he talks about his plan to woo oh, always be around her. What was the, what was the actual yeah, it acronym? Was, uh, it was so the acronym. It was appear before her often, but they yes, translated it, it as A H O, which is aho, which means idiot in Japanese. Okay. Uh, yeah. In the fan sub I watched it, I forget what the acronym stood for, but it was like it was like S E E, so C, uh, which isn't the same. It's not a joke anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was nice. Uh, but like, there's some things that were on screen text that weren't translated. Like for some reason, they didn't translate the the clocks. So I remember in that scene where they, where they go into the with all the old people, and there's the joke with like their watches. I didn't get that. Yeah, so it's it's easier if you could read the text. If you look at like you know Otome's watch, it's just a normal watch where it's minutes yeah. and hours. And then when it cut to a uh, uh, fucking the dude with the giant chain, his name I always forget, and uh, ha- 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 Hanukkah is that his girlfriend's name? I can't remember. Um, it That's was his girlfriend. Da- yeah, yeah, they're dating. Uh, okay, I thought they were really close. Oh yeah, no, yeah, there are there are a couple. Um, and uh, theirs was days and hours instead of minutes and hours. And then the old people, it was years and months. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you look at their watches and they're going so like the they're going really fast. Like that was the joke there was that they're you know they're measuring time differently. And they do, and they do that a couple of times like at the end of the movie with yeah um, like when they get to uh, I can't remember his name but the boss guy yeah, basically. The, the, uh, Ruhako. Okay. Yeah. Ruhako, something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it's just it's a really hard movie to I think to describe the plot of because it's basically written the book was written i don't believe it was written like as the story took place over the course of one night it was like an omnibus type deal yeah every Uh, single act was a different season of the year yeah so in the after the movie because you stay there for the uh right yeah yeah, because he mentioned, like, yeah, uh, the original writer was like, I wanted to do this on one night, but I couldn't, so he just did that. And then um, Misaki Iwasa was basically like, let me try and keep it as true to what he originally wanted as possible. And that's yeah. why he did have it all in one night. In this. He's also like, I am making a movie, so I can't do it like it would have been in a show where I could have each section be clearly like di- differentiated from each other. Like, as far as, like, this is the end of this act. He was like, I, it wouldn't work as well, so I'll just do it like this. I'll try to make it into one story overall. Oh, one cool. very small detail I want to note that I, I loved is the whole, like, you see it at first, at the very beginning. She does it, like, two times, maybe three. I only believe mm-hmm. two, though. Um, where at the very beginning, you see her at a vending machine, and then she just yeah, starts yeah. moving her arms around like a train. Like a train. And, like, <laughs> putting herself up where she wants to walk, and then just walking forward. And I was like... That's and a straight line. cute as shit. I love that. It's super cute. It's also like, remember the very first thing in the movie is uh, they're eating like, um, like, like I think escargot out of like a, a little tray. And the very first thing is it makes like train noises. She goes, it shifts like a, like a, like a train's wheel. And they actually mm-hmm. do that a lot in the movie where there's like a little, it's like train symbolism everywhere. Cause she heard the thing, she does that. Cause she read this book as a child about it. Like basically the, it's basically the little train that could. Mm-hmm. basically uh and she was like really inspired by that book so she just does shit it's really cool. i really like her a lot for that yeah yeah it's fucking she, precious precious blessed character uh who's in yeah. college yes 
Yes. Finally. <laughs> Fucking, it, 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 it's this author, right? He just doesn't... He doesn't, he doesn't fuck with the high school age kids. Fuck that shit. You know, Finally. Also takes place during college. Summer Galaxy is a very fucking, like, me IRL series. Really? Where, yeah, because it's like... So this movie is about, it's kind of like, you know, the bullshit with, like, forming relationships from, from a Japanese perspective about how people are weird about, like, the how it is to form connections with people and how this, there's always... It's got to be so complicated. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be. Um, the Tommy Galaxy is kind of about that, but it's more about how nobody is, how everyone's too afraid to make decisions and to actually like, to actually take opportunities because they think that it might be a bad idea. So the, the plot of the Tommy Galaxy is that the main character is too afraid to make big life altering decisions. And so he keeps wasting his life. He like his, he keeps wasting his college years, and accomplishing nothing and and becoming miserable. And then at the end, he realizes that he's made no progress and missed every opportunity he's been given. And time then rewinds back to his first year in high school or in college, so he can try it again. Is that and a spoiler? Or is that how it starts? That is how it starts. Okay, so I was like, I just told you I was about to read this yeah, or watch this. Every episode is him joining a different club in college to see how that would affect his like college life. Okay. Uh, the people that he meets because of what club he joins, things like that. Um, that's like the basic premise of the show that happens in episode one. It's not a spoiler. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, and so it's super, it's super like scarily. It's like it's it's like the whole show is the one scene from near the end where uh senpai is like freaking out about how like you know he's in college and he's a senior and he's you know if he goes to grad school and he's just putting off looking for a job for a couple of more years and how he doesn't know like what he's doing with his life or if he's wasting his time it's like the whole show is just that scene uh, oh, okay um something just came to mind now i remember i messaged you uh and i said i have two questions I asked you one being the thing about Tommy Galaxy, like after I watched right. the movie. I completely forgot to ask you the second question, which I'll just ask here, um, because I feel like it's something that you may know. Sure. Uh, so at the end, like in the fourth of the stories, you see all his little inner hymns and like them arguing about stuff, and like that part I get. That's not hard to understand. Yeah. What was the symbolism or the reference with the cowboys? I don't know, you, 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 you did ask me this, but I think you read did my I answer. Did I ask you that? Or did I just... Yeah. The cowboys... Okay, so the cowboys is in Tatami Galaxy 2, and the cowboy's name is Johnny. Oh, no, you asked me. Someone else asked me this. Uh, the cowboy's name is Johnny, and uh, I'm 98% sure that it's his penis. <laughs> Like it's because like because like the deal with the Atomic Galaxy is that he would just get super hyped like yeah dude you could get fucking laid you could get fucking laid right now and then he's like no that would be bad and so yeah okay so I'm guessing that would like be knowledge I'd have if I watched Atomic Galaxy first yeah because in the movie they don't name him they don't say he he just shows him. up and they're like don't yeah. let him in I was yeah, like what okay Atomic Galaxy there's a bunch of scenes where like um uh the the johnny the cowboy is in his little rodeo pen with his horse <laughs> and he's getting hype about the prospect of getting laid uh and he's like talking to us like my johnny 
Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, that so was so like, confusing to me. I was like, what is this guy's deal? I guess that explains why all the inner hymns became like fucking horn dogs. Horn right dogs, after that. yeah, when the Johnnies got in, yeah. Um, yeah. And oh. so I think, and so like, you can kind of, you can kind of make the leap like, a little bit by watching the movie because they have like the giant battering ram. They're like, let us in. I'm talking about. Well, yeah, I knew they wanted to be let yeah. in. I just didn't know who they were or what their purpose was. Because like yeah. the shadow uh, sensei, that is easy enough. You see them all talking to each other and arguing, yeah. basically yeah. about like closing them out and like, cause like, oh, oh, this sucks. Oh, we shouldn't, you know, and all these like internal thoughts about that like, scene is really negative good, thoughts. By the way, I like that. that yeah, it was, it was good. It was very good. Like that all made sense and painted a perfect picture. But you see this cowboy a couple of times. And I'm like, okay. And then you see the cowboys trying to break in and everyone's like, fucking stop them now. I'm like, are they good guys? Where do they get? Okay, yeah. they're breaking in and everyone seems like they're, what's happening? And then at the end where there's just the giant cowboy and she's like trying to fly to him. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's happening anymore. Yeah, yeah. The 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 cowboys. It's, it's, so yeah. So there's there's exactly two scenes in the movie that I think don't make sense if you haven't seen Atomic Galaxy. That's one of them. I think I think the Johnnies are hard to understand if you haven't seen Atomic Galaxy, because that because that ex, like explicitly explains the symbolism to you. Uh, but the other one is if you remember, it's the first. Okay, so it fucks me up. In the this version, they translated the play as what was it? It was like. Um, um, something, something about cast, the, uh, Monte Cristo, or something yeah, like kind of Monte Cristo, gorilla, something, something like that. Yeah, in the fans that I watched, they just called it the eccentric king, which is way easier to remember. Um, uh, yeah, and so the very first play of that, where it's the making fun of the cinema club president, because and it just throws all this, it just throws so much shit at you, and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And that's a character from Atomic Galaxy, where he's the mm. film club president, and they make fun of him because he's in love with the sex doll, <laughs> and some other shit they oh, just say. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so when she, yeah. So when she picks up like the big doll, she's like, yeah, you're you're dumb cowardy. You can't even fall in love with the, with a real person. And then, I was, yeah. I was confused because I was like, are these just mobile roast sessions happening? I didn't understand at first. They are, yes. That's what they, they, said, they said that they were running hate campaigns on people on staff or at the school. So that was one where that scene is like almost nonsense if you haven't seen Tommy Galaxy because it's, it's just a prolonged joke in reference to a character, in, in reference to character details about a character you would only know if you'd seen that show. Um, mm, okay. yeah yeah and so there's that um everything else though is like cares is fine like uh the 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 tengu <coughs> sorry <coughs> the tengu guy and his girlfriend are both into, into Tommy galaxy as well yeah i um, saw him and sensei when well like i just thought they were like oh maybe it had well, similarities well, i didn't senpai know they thought is had... not, senpai is not in it the the, is the, male not the same main character no he's a uh, this the same okay so they, they both have the same deal where the main character is unnamed um in this movie he's just they call everyone calls him senpai and in some galaxy they just call he's not named so people just call him uh watashi which means i um yeah hmm. uh so yeah they look very similar but the idea i think is supposed to be that it's just like the av- like average every man like could, could be anybody kind of guy right okay yeah 
the most self-insert of self-inserts. Yeah, but like self-insert because of like like for the purpose of like they want you to apply this to yourself to see like why that mentality is wrong and how you should change your way of thinking basically. Because mm -hmm. they're because they're both kind of about like similar problems people in Japan have with communicating with each other. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean they, they do look very similar, but I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought they were the same person. Yeah, not they're not the same person. They're they're both um, monochrome white guys with glasses and curly hair. So I don't I don't blame you. <laughs> um, uh, well, yeah. it, it also wasn't helped by like I also forget the guy's name with the big chin. The very first thing I saw when I just looked up a clip of Tatami Galaxy just to look at it had those two next to each other sitting at each other. So like. It, that right there, it, especially right after seeing Walk On Girl, told me like this is the same thing. These are the same people, so that that yeah. didn't help. Yeah, uh, there's there's actually a joke in Summer Galaxy where the main character is reading Walk On Girl like the book, mm -hmm. uh, and someone's making fun of him for reading like sappy romance novels. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, like this movie's. I mean, he said this movie's hard to like have a have like a traditional spoiler cast about just because it's just like and then this insane bullshit happened and that caused this other insane bullshit Whoa. to happen the spoiler <laughs> uh, cast thing isn't so much like us talking like well yeah you know there's stuff that like if you didn't know in the movie like okay now i at least know there's some weird thing with cowboys that is really metaphor for his penis but like, it's mostly just a reason for us to talk about a thing oh yeah dude it's yeah because i really 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 like i didn't know why i was gonna get gailing in and I don't know about you. I'll, I'll ask you about yours after I give mine. But like the mm -hmm. part of the movie where I, like I was already interested at the beginning. Like I, mm -hmm. I really liked his uh, his animation style. But the part where I'm like, I really like this movie was when she was giving the final play. Like with just everything that was happening in the final play between yeah, yeah, that scene is going along with it, so Sensei just dropping in, Don <laughs> underwear just keep on going. Then the like fucking cross dresser come like all of that happened yeah, together. I was like, that. <laughs> yeah, a lot's happened. I love this movie. Oh, that was another thing that I the, about, the, about the translation I didn't like mm. was they changed the translation of koi like koi fish to carp, which changed the pun at the end when the koi fish fall on uh, uh, Don underwear and the director's heads because the joke there is that they both get hit in the head with koi fish. And koi also means love in Japanese. Mm -hmm. uh, so like, so like that was the joke with that scene was that he decides that he's falling in love with the director because it must be fate because the koi fish hit them in the head at the same time, right? Okay, I can get that. I feel like they can pass that off though, only because like the reason he mentioned he fell in love with uh, with, I can't uh, with remember the director's name. Yeah, well, um, I think no. they just called him school, uh, school uh, festival director. All right, so yeah, him. yeah. The reason he fell in love with him was because, well, one, he thought it was a girl, but two, the apples hitting at the same time. So yeah, if you don't know, I mean, yeah, you can you kind of miss the whole like joke about it with the koi for love. Yeah, because it, it, it's just that pun that you miss basically. Yeah, so I mean that I feel like that works anyway. I do love how they both made it seem like they're gonna commit to it, and they were like, yeah, please yeah, let this, please <laughs> let the music play. Something happened, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. They're both like, fuck, we gotta commit to this bit. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Um, yeah, but for you, what was the moment you were like, okay, okay, I really like this movie, you know? 
Uh, I'm trying. I for me, it was the whole first sequence with the the bar hopping and the main character getting his pants stolen by that guy, and then you know the guy's like, oh, I'm collect rare ja- ancient Japanese porn. Porn. And then, oh, I gotta sell my ancient Japanese porn collection to this fucking Yakuza boss because I owe money. And then, like, the whole first 20, like, the 20, the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie are just so strong. Yeah, it's just, it starts off relatively normal. They're at a fucking, like, wedding reception for one of their classmates. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then it just gets fucking crazy, like, so fast. And it's just, it's so fun. The pace is so strong. So that the pace actually threw me off at first because like even though they didn't make a huge deal out of it There was the her drinking thing and there was basically mini arcs in that and I was like that was like 20 minutes This isn't over is it? What the fuck? That was a conclusion. What was that? Yeah, because it feels like the movie should end 20 minutes in where she does the drinking contest with the Bob boss And you're like this is like the final boss of the movie. What's happening? We're like not even 20 minutes in (laughs) Um, Yeah, like that's what I legitimately thought. I was like, huh? Okay uh, And the next thing I saw was like that's resolved. Is this over? Was this like short film? I just didn't know Yeah, so I was Seinfeld pretty much so i was just i mean but it was a thing where i'm like incredibly biased by like being already a huge fan of this director coming in like when i saw walk on girl the first time i'd already seen uh sonic galaxy i'd seen ping pong i'd i'd seen kaiba and i'd seen mind game so i was like i still want to see mind games how is that mind game is really fucking good and it's also like i think it's his most out there thing he's ever made which is kind of saying something, I guess, but it, it's like really kind of out there, but it's fantastic. Is it an original or does it have a source? Yeah, it's original. That thing is. Oh it's, shit, okay, I need to check that out. Yeah, I think it's that, Kimono Tsume, and Kaiba are the three things he's done that are original. Everything else is adaptations. I think actually, no, he had a Kickstarter OVA as original, I think. That's about wrestling. You should watch that. It's, it, it, it's about wrestling, so you probably like that also. I haven't seen that either. I need to look at the only wrestling anime thing I know. Well, I mean, there's a couple. I can't even say the only. Tiger Mask. Um, you know, yeah, there's Tiger Mask and then the Who Wants to Be the World's Strongest or something like that mm-hmm. with the female yeah. wrestlers. There's like the one that was like an idol, one of the best idols in Japan, and she's like, I'm done with this. I want to be a fucking wrestler. I want to prove I'm strong. And she becomes a pro wrestler. That's okay. I don't know if it's good. I remember liking the premise of like, I want to be an idol, screw everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because she's like, I want to wrestle. Wrestling's so fun, I can be good at it. And then the person who takes it too seriously is like, fuck you, you don't know shit about no wrestling. And I, I don't remember. I remember hearing a couple of characters that intrigued me enough, but I don't want to go into it and it'd be just etchy trash. So I've, I don't know, maybe I'll try and paint train it with Stewie one day. Um, yeah, the yeah. wrestling thing is called Kick Heart, and it was Kickstarter. Because it was, it was. It, I think he called it like that because it was a Kickstarter project, um, and it's about a pro wrestler that falls in love with a nun. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's a thing. Yeah, the only things I've seen from him were, yeah, Ping Pong and Devil Man. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'd be willing to check out more stuff from him because I like I really like his his this unique style, and it still triggers me. The people who are talking about like, oh, this isn't a unique style. This is just bad art. Just get over yourselves. Like, uh. Yeah, the 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 
the comments about ping pong make me want to die. Uh, See, I didn't really. I saw comments on Devil Man. Uh, but I did not see anything on ping pong. No, ping pong. You look at you look up your ping pong reviews. Like the good amount of them are gonna be like, this show is animated so bad. Hey, uh, animation is so poor. I'm like, man, please stop existing. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And um, mind game, I think is the it's the coolest version of his art style. I think that I've seen, because it it's just so fucking odd. There are like bits where it does like the like almost like classic Cartoon Network like where they do like the fucking like um like photos of real people superimposed over the animation and they're, and they're like paper cutouts that are talking mm -hmm. and like they have there's some so just like it's just like it just goes so nuts with its visual style and it's just it's just also all over the place and it's ah, it's beautiful beautiful movie Looks amazing. It, activ it activates my almond something fierce. Is it like like unique as in like I haven't seen it yet. I've heard good things. What was it? Uh, Tekon Concrete. Like I don't Tekon remember the name of it. Tekon Concrete is consistent, and that art that style is very good. It has like like some of the coolest backgrounds I've ever seen in anything, and it has this really really like innovative use of CG. Um, and the movie looks really good, but the art style is consistent over the whole movie. The thing with um, with Mind Game is that the art style will sometimes just completely change given the scene and the context of the scene. So sometimes, mm -hmm. sometimes it'll change in between shots. Or just be like, now it's this for like one second, and you're like, why that what? Sometimes the main character just becomes a picture of Masaki Yuasa. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty sick. The movie looks really good. Uh, and it's like the story is pretty relatable as well. I, I like it. It's just kind of like about living your life. It's, it's basically like a, a show about like, or a movie um, that's about like the different paths your life could take. It's all about like how you apply yourself basically. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's nice. It's got a nice message. I like it. Okay, I'll I'll check it out at some point. Um. Oh yeah. The only thing I could say, which I mean, nothing against the director for, because it, it has nothing to do with him. But like, I really liked Walk On Girl. So I was like, let me go look at how much this costs. Explain, please. Because like, I could only find it from third party sellers, and it was like a hundred and something dollars. Did it have a very limited like uh, print? Yeah, I don't. It's not. It hasn't been released in this region yet. That's oh, that's the, why? Yeah. It very recently got a Blu-ray release in the UK, but it hasn't actually been licensed and released in this region. So I think that version is like the crazy Japanese special edition. That's, that mm, was That would explain a lot. Yeah. And also, yeah, Tatami Galaxy. I just looked up for Yux to see how much it was. That was also a, a hard no. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't think that's been licensed either. I mean, Funimation has this on their thing, but I don't think Funimation. If Funimation has it, they're gonna dub it. Probably that's like their deal. I mean, they're and, dubbing company. It'd be surprising if they didn't. Yeah, and I don't think they want to dub Atomic Galaxy because that would be rough. Really? Yeah. Uh, th the one disclaimer I always have to give to people when watching Atomic Galaxy is that it will test your ability to speed read. Oh because fuck! The, is it like that? Because the main character has when he's when he's talking, it's fine. 
but he's like a neurotic type character and the show has really long like bits of his inner monologue and when he's his inner monologue he talks really fucking fast like he's like so, a speed a speed talker so the subs have to go fast to keep up with his dialogue shit. uh yeah so uh, is it as this i'm not gonna say it's bad maybe i just need to work on it a bit more but i was kind of jarred by watching the first episode of bakimonogatari mm-hmm. when like because it will it will have things not specifically like it's like they're talking oh, fast because they're okay, not yeah, I know stuff will jump up for like two seconds and two it'll be a frames, block like, of information like, and then go frames. away yeah like two frames. yes don't worry about that shit that's just okay so bakimonogatari so is it that bad or no? no, it's it's not because it's because okay. So that shit in Bakemonogatari, you're not supposed to be able to read it. Um, what the it, fuck? Yeah, it's uh. So what what the text is on screen is it's lines from the light novel that are part of that screen scene that they're adapting, um, mm-hmm. and it's in reference to specifically um, uh, the director Tatsuya Oishi is heavily inspired by like French New Wave directors. Uh, specifically Jean-Luc Godard and Jean-Luc Godard would do the same shit where he'd have like really short like inner titles pop up on screen for a couple seconds it'll be like colors like fake missing frames and um like lines of text on screen and stuff and so Mm -hmm. he's like in referencing that visual style and you're supposed to be able to read like one or two words and kind of get the gist of what it's saying but you're not really supposed to be able to read the whole thing um, See, I didn't have that knowledge, so anytime that happened, I would just go back and pause. I'm like, what the fuck? Pause slow it, yeah. reading or anything, but that's bonkers. They expect that of me. But it's okay. only it's and it's only Bakemon Gatsuri that does it like that. Um, the other seasons they'll have that, but it'll be on screen for like they'll have it. So like Nisei does it, but it's less frequent. It doesn't matter as much. And by the time you get to like Awari Monogatari, it'll be like actual. It'll be like um, instead of flashing like really fast it'll actually be like typeset it's like Owari Monogatari does it in a way where it's like sheets of paper that'll like have lines it'll slide around so like different lines so you can read it correctly um it's just the way it's presented is very different now I know this is a spoiler cast for Walk On Girl but I do have to ask for Monogatari is it like completed or is it still coming out because I know there's it's, so many seasons it's still coming out there's a new season there's a new season coming out late this year or early next year i can't remember uh, uh it's zoku owari monogatari which is the dumbest name ever because owari monogatari it literally means the end story the final story uh zoku owari monogatari means the more final story oh my god <laughs> and then there's more books after this anyway so it's not the final one at all um is it what is is it like a manga series is it a light novel series when you say books it's 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 light novels but it's like but it's like old school light novels like it's from like the era of light novels when like boogie pop and like haruhi and uh like that shit was coming out so it's like before like new school light novels where like anyone and their mom got could get published and he's like he's like nisio eason is one of the like od like og like big dick light novel authors from back in the times when like the medium was becoming popular um yeah he has a bunch of series uh that are pretty okay um he's like one of the most self-indulgent authors i've ever read uh he is his style and he's gonna fucking do his thing and you either like it or you don't 
Okay. I'd like to, I'd like yeah. trying it back to the main thing, because we could probably, like, I don't have that much knowledge on that, so this isn't going to be like, oh, mm -hmm. you know, Mortal Kombat 3. Like, I'll, I'll get into that series probably within the next couple weeks. It's just yeah, other things I'm trying to finish out. On your own. Um, but for Walk on Girl, because, uh, I mean, there's not too much that we could really, like, like you mentioned, there's just so much happening at such a high rate. That, yeah, like, the pacing is just so fast. It's like four smaller movies that have all been compressed into one movie. Alright, so that was actually going to be what I was going to ask you. If you had to rank from favorite to least favorite of the four stories, you know, like one, two, three, four, favorite to least by number. So my favorite is probably the... Uh, by number, you can just say what it is. The huh? Gorilla Play one. Yes, that is my favorite too. And, and, then, and then it's the final one where she goes to see everyone who's sick. And then it's the first one, and then it's the book, the book fair. Oh, you don't like the used book fair? I know I do like it. It's just I have to. Some something has to be last. So I fair enough. Say, yeah. For me, it's the uh, the gorilla plays. Then it's very it's very tight between the first one and the third one. Mm -hmm. um, Wait, the th third one is the plays though. Or not the the, uh, this? Wait. Because it goes, because it goes, it goes bar hopping, and then it does book fair. Yeah, you're right. And then it does plays, and then it does. I, I, I stopped. I was like, wait a second. Am I getting these backwards in my head? Um, yeah. So it's the plays. I think yeah. After the plays is going to be the uh, drinking. After the drinks is the used books, and last is like the final part. And the only reason, not even because it's bad, is because until now I just didn't get the cowboys. I like there was. Oh, it looked good. But yeah. there was just too much I didn't understand that was happening. Uh, when the movie ended, the guy that was sitting next to me was like, I was following it up until the cowboys showed up. And I was like, <laughs> <really fucking> funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, I mean, like, once again, it wasn't because I was like, like, I think I was sitting next to my girlfriend. I was like, I don't get that bit, but it was animated well and it was entertaining. So I like it. I really like that at the end, it kind of implies that, um, like that whole scene well because like obviously like it's a fever like, dream yeah it was like sort of like yeah it was like a visual representation of the scene that happens immediately after that where he like she comes over to visit and he's like a normal ass dude <laughs> and he's just like hey man want to go get some want to go buy a book later and some coffee yeah. first yeah, and like, yeah, get yeah. Some coffee. and, then, and yeah, she's yeah. walking down the street and she's like holy shit is this a date and he's like yeah yeah, okay. yeah i like it go you go both of you Senpai smooth AF. <laughs> I mean, his his commitment to like always showing up in front of her is only beaten out by the commitment of a man who decides not to change his underwear for love. Yeah, which yeah, is that's disgusting. Who, that's <laughs> I I I like Don underwear. I think is pretty fucking funny. But I just like that they call him in Japanese. They call him. Uh, Pansu Obancho, which yeah. is so good. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Like, so, like I mentioned before, I didn't know what was going to happen with this, but I'm glad that literally everyone they showed got, like, at least some amount of time to matter. I did feel really bad for the girl who helped him out with the plays when she first was like, I love you, please look at me. And he was like, yeah, yeah. does it matter if he's a dude? The apple fell yeah, on yeah. him. I'm like, yeah, no! Yeah. I also, I there's a couple of jokes in that scene that just hit me so hard, where she's just like, the, the thing where he's like, 
if you'll have me, I guess I can be a girl. <laughs> and they're in the That's thing where he's good. like, yeah, there's that. And then also with the the director girl is like, uh, if you just want a beautiful woman, I'll consider cosmetic surgery. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that was, it's so it's so strong. <laughs> like that, I remember. Like I was like, that this has my heart. The thing that got me like the most, probably in the entire movie, was like when Sensei almost kissed her and he fell to the floor, and then the fucking Dawn underwear is like, just ignore that. That wasn't yeah. what did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She comes just jumping on stage and says, "Yeah, that." If the whole scene is made so much better because they're like literally singing all of the jokes, like it's like fucking show tunes, and it's yeah. oh, it's great. I also want to point out that I love that. Uh, so the ultimate ultimate uh, is voiced by a. Uh, 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 Kana Hanazawa. I probably fucked up her name. I always mix up the. Wait, wait. I always forget if it's Kana Hanazawa or Kana or uh, Hana Kanazawa. It, it fucks me up. Like whether which one comes first. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, but she's like you know super prolific voice actress, and also she's a singer in real life. She sings songs. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so I thought it was really funny that she's like, like they intentionally make jokes about how she's a shitty singer, but she doesn't mm-hmm. play songs. And then, like, <laughs> like she actually can sing super well in real life. They just told her to fucking ham it up super hard <laughs> for those play sequences. Yeah, dude. Oh it's- man. What do you think about the like, all right, I'm super rich. Y'all want books? Eat this hot bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that thing makes me really hungry. <laughs> it makes me like, like I'd be like, oh man, look at how much their lips are swelling. Look yeah. at it's just straight up fire food. You're eating yeah. food from the depths of hell right at that point. Yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, I fucking love spicy food. So I was. I like spicy, it, but there's a limit. It makes sure as well. I, I, I'm, I'm a spice fiend. So I was looking at that scene. It makes me really hungry. Cause <laughs> there's like, yeah, look at this gyoza. It's so hot. Yeah, look at this, uh, like the, the the nabe or whatever. Uh, it's just, it just looked delicious. It just made it just, it just looked so tasty. I just wanted it. <laughs> also, because it's like it's like fucking uh, like comically huge, like chunks Ooh. of fish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. man, and it, it all of it's just so good. The god of used books. At first, I thought it was just a shitty kid. Well, oh, like, oh that kid is also Atomic Gal- it's a Tommy Galaxy reference. It's not the same character as, as Atomic Galaxy, but uh-huh. he's in- he's intentionally made to look like the character Ozu from that show, um, who's great. Ozu's great. I love him so much. Um, like that, how much could you get set up harder than to have your pants off? Kid runs into your crotch <laughs> with ice cream and being like, he said he'd beat me up if I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, that in the defensive I watched, he said that he said he was gonna touch me, and I was like, that's so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> like they like they like PG'd it up for this version, because yeah, because it was it's so much worse. Um, I would say of that part, I really love the scene where that little kid's talking about how all books are connected, and I yeah. was like kind of following it because I'm kind of familiar with some of the people he was talking about. So like, there's like the they were talking about how that one guy committed suicide by drowning himself in his bathtub, and the how mm-hmm. Osamu Desai was like, yeah, that sucks really bad, and then he was wrote a book about it, and then Osamu Desai did the same thing, killed himself by drowning himself in a bathtub, and it's like, what the fuck? So I actually, I actually knew about that from um, uh, a friend, not a friend, but someone I know on Discord. 
is he's the guy that's doing his uh his phd thesis on flip flappers yeah 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 yeah. it's that guy and he's his whole deal about that is that the show is uh heavily inspired by a couple of osamu Desai's books and and references them directly sometimes um he's talking about like the 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 references and stuff that it makes to like his work and his life and shit like that um uh so I, i learned about it through through that guy's presentation that he gave uh once on discord for a thing um, I really like that. That man's my hero. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think on flip flappers. His fucking um like shorter version of it might still be up on our anime. I think it's like uh drowning in love with flip flappers. I think is what it's called. Um, will you look it up? It's cool. It's, it's, I need to, I need to commit to my rewatch of it. I think I would like I got three episodes in before I started watching something else. I didn't have a strong desire, like, not strong desire, but like, I didn't have like the urge to like burn through it right there because I had already seen it and remembered it pretty well. And there was other things that were new I wanted to watch, but I do need to go back and finish my rewatch of Flip Flappers. Yeah, man, I, 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 I liked it a lot on rewatch. I watched it with a friend of mine uh, to watch it again. And like, I still oh, constantly moving away from Walk on Girl, but I, this, the part that always gets me down. Cast. Yeah, anime cast. Yeah, like, anime cast. Non-sequitur anime cast. I would love to do that one day, yeah, like just just make the whole podcast just just going on about anime. But we couldn't have the hugest the fucking, tangents. You know, couldn't have George or James on here. Um, but yeah, the, the thing that gets knows about anime, huh? As if James knows about anime. Let's not get crazy. Yeah, no, he, he has a he has a knowledge of some stuff, but even then, that shit's limited, and he forgets. He knows, um, about, he knows about memes. Yeah, I, oh god, I hate that. I do like how in Giga <laughs> videos, the the newest one about like the just general types of anime fans, there's the memer who's like doesn't really watch shows but says he watches them because he has he's absorbed enough memes about it. like it's straight up he describes yeah. James. Yeah, well, there's the bit in that where he talks about uh, like I forget what his thing was, but the guy who cares about staff, and I was like, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> I watched that. Trust me, where I was, I was like, yeah, there's. It's not the elitist. It was something in connection to the elitist. Well, yeah, because he talks about the offshoot of the elitist, but yeah. yeah. It was just like that bit where he's like, uh, the, watching shows isn't isn't nearly as important as knowing all knowing. the shit about the staff that makes the shows. Uh, yeah, knowing the janitor who worked on the day that this was made. But they, but like they will lose their shit whenever an impact frame happens. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> it's, it's too close to home for me. For the thing I was mentioning about flip flappers, the the thing I'm not sure what your favorite like episode or pairing of episodes was, but mine is always when you get to that girl and her grandma. Yes, that's my best best episode in the show. It's so fucking good. My heart. It's so good. Uh, yeah, that's my that's my favorite episode as well. I, I I remember I told my friend after we saw it that I really feel like that episode. If you just kind of like remove the very first scene. And change it a little bit. You could package it up and make it like a short film. Yeah, people probably. would like people. People would watch it, and it would be great. Uh, yeah, that episode's fantastic. Um, before we do any more tangents, do we have anything else left on uh, Walk On Girl? Because I'll keep uh, going if you still have could stuff. You but notice that the soundtrack was done by the same person that did the one for Little Witch Academia. Yes, yes, yeah. I could. <laughs> yeah, there were certain points where I was like, "Is that 
Silhouette's Academia here? And like, it kept coming back. And I was like, yep, if it's, yeah. it's, it has to be done by someone like either like, it, or it has to be done by the same person, I should just say. Yeah. Because there's it's, no it's way actually, it wasn't. It's, it's mm-hmm. really good. There's the, movie, the music in the movie is really good. Um, I liked it a lot. So, especially the main theme, like for during the opening credit sequence, that song is just so like, fits the tone of the movie perfectly. Uh, also, credit sequence, you got Asian Kung Fu Generation doing the thing again. It's godlike. That song was great. They, they, they did the OP for um, Summer Galaxy as well. So I was very okay. happy that, that they brought they, they, that they brought him back. I they love Asian Kung Fu Generation. Yeah. So it's, it's a good-ass band. That scene at, like, fairly early in where, like, she's like, oh, two, uh, 200 yen drinks. Just give me shit. And there's the montage of him just pouring out a bunch of different drinks. They were, like, all very beautiful. Did that yeah, yeah. make you want to drink right then? Yeah, I was thinking I was... If, if I didn't run into so much traffic on the way to the movies, I was really contemplating uh, getting a drink before I went to see the movie because I felt like I, I felt like it was doing the movie a disservice to not get drunk while I was watching it. <laughs> like um. because 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 the movie is also like yeah, alcohol is the shit. Get fucking drunk. Well, that's the, like the first yeah um, half hour of it. The first half hour of it, yeah. Yeah, she just fucking loves to drink. Uh, and, yeah, and yeah. she's she's a champ about it. Even after the end, when the old man's like, "No one can beat me," and then he's done, he's like, "I don't feel good. You win." And she's still ready to just keep going. And she's still going. Yeah, she never once even appears drunk. Nope. She just loves to drink alcohol. Like this is for friends. She's like, he's like, this is for nightmares. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that scene's great, by the way. I love the bit where she, he drinks it and it shows, like, the cross-section of her body and it hits her stomach and just turns into butterflies. Yeah, she's, she's just loving it. She's having a good time. I really liked the scene where, like, she was actually super kind to him at the end and he turns into a regular sweet-looking old man. Yeah! Yeah, that, yeah, that was good. Because yes. he, he, he lived a hard life, so... Yeah, he did. Just bad times. Got his clothes stolen. All this shit happened. He's like, I need money. I need money. Got his clothes Powerful. stolen. Yeah. yeah. Poor guy. Uh, like, I really wish this come. I really want this to come out fairly soon on uh, in. Yeah, the US. I want. I want to buy it on Blu-ray, like desperately. Um, like it's because it's also a thing where I don't actually own any Yuasa. I've been meaning to actually I should pick up Ping Pong probably. I was about to say you don't own so that. I, it's I, super I cheap. It. Uh, on Funimation, I think it's twenty two dollars. Damn, that's fucking nothing. That's yeah, nothing. the only thing I it was it gave me reservations. Maybe it's not Funimation. Maybe it's on Amazon. But I do remember it, it being like ten dollars cheaper on one of the two because like there's a big like save thing like covering a bunch of the art on the front. I'm like that's. That makes me not want it. No, now I remember. It was on Amazon. On Amazon, if you type in um, ping pong, you'll find it $10 cheaper because it has like all this nonsense at the front about save. It's a cheaper version because it's a reprint. Mm-hmm. And the, the most helpful tip I have ever seen on anything ever is like just the only review on it or one of the only reviews or tips or frequently asked questions was like, yeah, I almost didn't buy this because of the huge save. If that's a concern for y'all, don't worry. There's reversible art that's just the regular art, so it's cheaper. Buy this instead. 
Wait, the, like, so, so, so what's the deal? Is that the people didn't like the cover or something? Yeah, shit? so if you look at the cheaper version, um, there is a giant brick of like where part of the cover would be that just says save cheaper edition or whatnot, like like all the oh, stuff because it's a reprint. That's and it actually looks obnoxious. And so I, I before it's I like saw the that like comment version of the game of the year edition Arkham Arkham Knight box. Yes, oh, no. worse actually. No, that that's really bad. That cover, dude. I don't know. I don't know if you. Bro, mm. it's really bad. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so if you buy it off of Amazon and buy like the save edition, yeah, it'll be a lot cheaper. Um, but yeah, you have anything else or because no, I mean, that's you have anything? Yeah. Oh yeah, that is obnoxious. I just looked at it. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it's on. Just... It's on the. It's on the spine of the series, right? It's on the spine and on the front. Damn, that's pretty bad. Yeah, like, like it bleeds onto the front from the spine. Yeah, it looks really bad. But it is yeah, reversible. Like, it, 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 yeah. Oh, that's okay. Like, because that's why I bought. At first, I wasn't gonna buy. I was like, I'll spend the extra ten dollars to not deal with that. It's actually cheaper new on Amazon. Yep. <laughs> it's twenty two bucks used and twenty dollars new. That's pretty. That's pretty fucking good. I'll just buy it right now on the podcast. Let's do it. Awesome. Yeah. Buy good movies on podcasts or shows, I should say. Um. Paprika is ten dollars. I bought that at the same time because I saw how cheap it was. Mainly because, like, for Paprika, like, I saw it when I was, like, younger. Not, not like, super young, but I saw it when I was younger. And I was like, boy, that looked really interesting, but boy, did I not get a lot of that. So I I remember enjoying it, so that's why I spent the money, but I really just wanted to watch it again so I could understand what was happening. Paprika is the only Satoshi Kon movie I haven't seen. It's just because when I was watching anime shit when I was a wee lad, I could never find a website that had a good stream of it when I wanted to like watch it streaming. It was mm -hmm. always in like fucking 240p or like it had a horrible like one two second sound delay. I was like, I just never wanted to settle Ooh. and wanted to watch it. I'm like, you know, I wanted to watch it and I have to be fucking distracted by the horrible bullshit. Um, and then whenever I was started sort of torrenting shit, I never could find one that had seeds. So I just, yeah. I just have never seen it. Um, I saw it on like just some website. I don't even remember why I saw it because like it's not like there's anything specific about it that drew me to it. I think I was just watching anime movies. Like I had just uh, what did I watch around that era? I don't even know if I watched like specific stuff around that era, but I know like I was like, hey, let me look up best anime movies or whatnot, like one of those generic lists, and just saw the stuff that people kept talking about. I was like, let me watch this, like. That's how I found out about Sword of the Stranger and watched that. Yeah, same um, Because it was just like, oh, like, one of my friends was like, here, you can just have my... Someone just gave me their collection of, like, DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff, and, like, like forever ago. Um, and I remember them mentioning here, uh, Sword of the Stranger. And I was like, okay. And I didn't... I had it, and I didn't pay attention to it. And then I saw stuff online about, like, how greatest sword fight in all of the anime in this. I'm like, what? That's bold. I have that. Let me look, check it out. And I was like, boy, I wish this story was better because this could be a 10 on 10. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much how I feel about um, uh, Soul Stranger as well. Because um, it's, like, it's beautifully anime. Even that fucking fight against like the no-name guy on the villain's crew. With the fucking um, Toriyama. Yeah, like that's yeah. that looks fantastic. 
Or like For no reason. Opening sequence where the Chinese guy or the whatever with the guy, the, the blonde guy. Yeah, he's part. Chinese and against the whole crew of Japanese people with well, the bows and arrows Chinese, and the bandits. It's implied that he's like an American or British guy or some shit. Is it implied? Because like, outside yeah. of his blonde hair, they don't. I don't remember I them talking about it. They mentioned that he's a foreign. I think the Chinese people. I think even the Chinese, even the Chinese people, call him a foreigner. Um, in the movie. I mean, it would make sense that I don't know why he'd be blonde otherwise with blue eyes, yeah. but well, yeah. I I remember him being called foreigner, but I don't remember him being called that by the Chinese. Either way, that I wouldn't deny it because yeah, I think it's implied he was like a mercenary or something that was from like the UK or some shit but I don't remember it's been so long since I've seen that movie so I'm gonna I could be pulling that completely out of my ass um maybe yeah, I'm not gonna fight you on that the first scene of the movie where he fights like all those dudes like on the horses and it's raining looks looks fucking amazing yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, like, all, the like fi- all the fights in the movie look incredible fucking him grabbing the guy who's been shot and running forward and just taking all the arrows through him and like just spinning around doing his nonsense all good Yeah, it's just, it looks, it's, it's, uh, it makes my, it, it makes me feel good inside. Really, it's just, fucking, you, you, you talk Nakamura. It's, it's mm-hmm. him. He did it. He done did those scenes. That's why they look good. That's why they look good. Because, because it's him. Now, was he always with Bones? Like, he started off there, or did he eventually go to Bones? Oh, uh, I think he was with Sunrise before that. And then Sunrise Cause... became Bones. Cause, well, okay, because... Well, because Sunrise still exists, but it was like that time when all a bunch of studios collapsed and people made their own bullshits. So, like, Bones came from Sunrise, and, like, uh, Madhouse was around at that time. Yeah, Madhouse has been around for a hot minute. They're like Hakai for Sakura. Fucking, I don't know. Bones Bones is the one that came from Sunrise. I know about that. And then Gainax, like, became smaller. It triggered. Well, yeah, but that was way later. Like that, like Gainax, Gainax is like the last of those studios to collapse. Oh, I thought you were just talking about who had people split from them. I didn't know oh, you meant yeah. like a specific no, time period. Yeah, it's like a specific time period where like the anime studios became too big for their to support their bullshits, and so a lot of them just had to downsize and they lost a bunch of staff. So I think like that was like when um, KyoAni popped up was around that time, and that was like when. Like it was like production IG became smaller, and so did Sunrise. You know that's where Bones came from, and then uh, the other big one was what I forget. I don't really care. That much. I don't know. There's a lot. The reason I asked about him though is like, like you mentioned before, their animation team is fucking stacked. So I didn't know if they just kept like paying people like, hey, here, come over here and work for us now, or if they just rolled the dice and got lucky with their stats at the beginning. Oh yeah. Well, if yeah, he, I think. He worked in the anime industry for a while, and I think he settled in at Sunrise eventually. I think he's, he's worked on some 80s OVAs. I know he did like uh, Tekaman Blade, uh, like the OVA from the 80s or whatever. Some shit like that. Um, yeah, he eventually ended up at Sunrise and did a lot of work on like Cowboy Bebop, right? And he animated a bunch of fight scenes in that and that kind of shit. Um, and then, yeah, so when, when Bones happened, like they grabbed him because that was people he worked with so he did like stuff on like full metal alchemist and they grabbed shit it. like that well it'd be um, fun, dude. that that guy's so fucking talented like all right just because it's i guess it's the whatever the anime everything cast um when you mentioned cowboy bebop do you have a favorite episode 
Ballad of Fallen Angels, episode five. Not a bad episode. Yeah. Not a bad one at all. There's not. There's very few episodes you could actually have said that would have made me question you as a human being. <laughs> Boogie Woogie most... Kingsway. <laughs> like, uh, what the fuck is? I'm actually looking up the names of the episodes because I don't want to say the wrong one. Boogie Woogie Kingsway. Uh, the, the one with like. the with the um. I always forget. I can't say it because it's a fucking French name. I know you know the episode I'm talking about, where Spike just happened to be walking down the street. Oh, Pierre Lafleur. Yeah, and he just happened to see this guy, and he's like, "On site, Tom and Jerry, we're doing this right now." Like, like yeah. that is my actual favorite episode. That uh, is also. Uh, I don't know if it's intentional because the movie doesn't remind me of this episode at all. But that's also a film by um, John. Uh, is it? Fuck, not my brain's funny, but I think Pierre, Pierre Lefoy is a Jean-Luc Godard film, but it might be John, it might be- Shut um, up, are you serious? It might be Truffaut, uh, but I'm pretty sure it's Jean-Luc Godard. I, might, I, hope, I hope I'm not talking, I hope I'm not an idiot. Yes, it is, it is Godard, good. Uh, what's the current, what's the plot? It's like, um, it's like these two, this married couple, like go on like a road trip, kind of. Um, yeah, it's like they're at, like, a party, and they kind of, like, run away or some shit. I haven't seen it in forever, and I don't think I ever saw it when I saw it, I saw it when I was in high school. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like they kind of had a, have a falling out, essentially. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of it's just this very couple. And, uh, the wife is called Piero, which means the sad clown. Um, the, the, the movie is called Piero... Lafoy, which means French means Piero the Madman, so mm -hmm. it just it just makes sense. I okay, so I get that title, but I thought you were gonna say it would have something to do with the assassin, like like an assassin. Is oh no, that seems there's, to only share name because it seems very there's, different. There's like gangsters involved in the movie. Yeah, like the the woman is being hunted down by like gangsters if i remember correctly um yeah so that's why that's why i said i don't know if it's even intentional because they're so different in the plot okay yeah <laughs> but when you were saying that i was like that's why i said shut up i was like tell me that someone just stumbles upon a madman with a gimmick oh, and no. like it becomes like an actual pro like i love that episode so fucking much and i think the line i'll never forget was when uh it wasn't spike it was jet or no, it was it wasn't Jay. It was Spike. Spike talking about like the thing with him and like how he has the mind of a child and children are cruel is such uh -huh. a good line. Yeah. Well, I think my favorite thing in that episode is the bit where it shows his like how he became like he is with the experimentation. I swear mm -hmm. that scene is directed is so cool. And then because I'm a huge nerd, the scene that's playing is a remix of the song "On the Run" by Pink Floyd. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh which is fucking it's it's so it's such a good reference it's such it's stellar as fuck i love it holy shit i'm, I'm look we should probably end here because it's been i can keep going talking about anime stuff that i like yeah yeah and I it's also, been almost two and a half hours if not slightly more yeah yeah you're pretty probably right all right so everyone thank you for listening to this installation of the dadcast uh if you have any fan questions and would like to ask us about anything or just have any comments in general please email us at officialdadcast at gmail.com and you'll, your email will presumably be read off in the air. Um, 
<laughs> as long as your name isn't James, send an email to us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, um, but yeah, uh, send your emails in. They'll be read off. Uh, subscribe to our channel at just Dadcast at YouTube. And James should just have a pre-roll for anything else I might have missed. We're also on we're on iTunes if you want to look us up. Um, you have anything closing statements, Skylar? Um. Uh. No. Um. Have have stay frosty, everyone. Yep. I don't know why I went with that. I've actually now that I think about it, that's what Arcada from Glass Reflection says. Don't watch the channel. Really? That's a bad channel. Don't watch that one. I Is he bad? Was... I I've seen him on the weekly Weebcast when that was actually weekly and before it was the biannual Weebcast. Yeah. I don't like him because do more. His old his his reviews are not like that. He's like his videos aren't interesting because they're just reviews in the sense mm -hmm. where it's just like the standard like mal format review where it's whatever. But then he also has this really weird tendency to just completely change his opinion of shows based on the public. Like he he doesn't review shows until like months after they're done, and it feels like he just reiterates what the what the public consensus of the show is already. So he's one of, he was on the podcast that shat on uh, Hoseki no Kuni's first episode, mm -hmm. and then he put up a review after that point, where she says some shit about how the show looks that directly contradicts his what he says in that podcast. Like if the show looked so amazing, then why did you not notice that immediately in the first episode, which looked amazing? Mm -hmm. Why are you only now saying that it looks good when you literally said it looked like worse than Ruby on the podcast? This makes no sense. I would um, honestly believe that was because, uh, just like Mother Mother's Basement owned up to it, but the amount of backlash they got from that is what I believe would make him say change his opinion that drastically. Oh, I mean, sure, I get why he changed his opinion because they, I mean, because people, the, the community loved that show. So it makes sense he'd do it, but it's like it's so obvious that it's not his opinion or that's not in, as ingenuous as maybe you'd want it to be because like, bruh, like I, there's fucking audio evidence of you not having this opinion when the show first started. I don't know. The show didn't get better looking as it went on really like there were <laughs> no. there were like visually impressive scenes that happened later in the show like when Daya fights the big monster that just seems impressive but it wasn't like the animation quality jumped or anything after episode one it, it just it looks good so it did anyway how did we get to that we were closing out how did we get to that fucking i was talking i was trying i wanted to reference call of duty that was what i wanted but then I actually oh yeah you're saying stay an frosty and then it just spun into that yeah okay uh all right stay frosty kids enjoy the rest of your day and uh <laughs> see you next time <laughs>